0: Hello, everybody, and welcome back to OMB Reviews. I am the critic who is a cynic, and welcome to the Welcome to Asgard podcast special episode, our monthly episode of The Chosen of Valhalla. So this is episode 367, our August Chosen of Valhalla stream, joined by, right now, joined by a couple of awesome people who I'll introduce in a second, hopefully to be joined by some others who have had some scheduling stuff come up as is typical. It's a Chosen stream. There's always stuff going on. There's always some some chaos of some sorts uh, happening either here or elsewhere. Uh, but before going any further, please make sure you smash the like button, not at the fire button if you're watching on Odyssey. But because it is our Chosen stream, my attention and focus will be on the Chosen. And so if you're used to the typical tagging and, uh, you know, waiting for me to respond, uh, it might be hit or miss today. Uh, I might be able to get to some comments and not all, but again... It is mostly focusing on the chosen, and so thank you for everyone for being in the chat. Stephanie B, shorty, short lower story. Thank y'all for being here. To mod the great Tina is going to be out today. She's got other stuff planned. Looks like we just lost uh, K Man, who's going to have some connection issues. And so, if at any point K Man is a robot or is in and then is out, uh, there's some just connection issues going on. We're, we're we're hoping and praying for internet and fast internet to be sent out to where to where he is. <laughs> In the great state of Tennessee, uh, but I am joined today, who someone who is on screen with me, who I can talk to, is the great Rosetta Allen, Eagle Rider. Rosetta, how is it going?
1: Hi guys. Oh, that's bad. <laughs> At least we spent some time with family. It'll get to my house for a little bit
0: soon here. So good.
1: Done better that's than we awesome. said, <laughs> bit by bit, right?
0: <laughs> yeah, I feel like you're always coming from. Because, I mean, obviously, it's once a month, and so it's, like, more prone to be traveling, right, or spending time with family and such. And so I always feel like we're coming from, like, a different location the last uh, couple months. So I like your your well, background. It's, it's it, to have a, let's just put it this way, to have a more bland background than me, that is, I feel like that's, that's difficult because my background
1: yeah. is... Well, when we lost Dad in April... I came down here to help mom, and Mm -hmm. I've been, other than a couple times back to the house, I've been here most of the time since, and we've already set things up now, so that me and my husband are going to be back and forth dates over the next few years to help her, so. Nice. It's going to be more travel, it just is, because mom needs extra help off and on.
0: Yeah, absolutely. And And uh, you can remote into work most of the time now. Oh, that's, yeah, that's good. If there's one thing, yeah, I think that if there's one positive thing... Because there, there are a lot of positive things that we could say about the COVID era. The one positive thing I think that a lot of workers especially or especially like office workers would agree with is that the remote option being available is actually really nice, uh, especially if you have family, uh, you know, family emergencies coming up, you know. Uh, my situation right having you know having a having a baby he's not even a baby anymore i can't believe he's gonna be in two in october it's it's insane to me i uh, had my first week of school and so i always do my my intro and i always start off with the serious stuff the syllabus right the oh we got you know hey we got to go through all this material and everyone's freaked out like oh my goodness there's so much and so then i give them a break and then i'm like all right let's talk about me And it's then going into silly stuff like, hey, (laughs) I have a secondary black belt in Taekwondo. I haven't trained in 10 to 15 years. So don't ask me to do anything, but I have one and stuff like that. And so I was able to lighten up the mood a little bit and then get them to share some some stuff. But first week is just always it's the roughest because you're getting all the basic stuff down. And then, you know, I started the first lesson, the actual first lesson with notes and such Uh, during the third class. We have we meet every we meet three times a week, basically. Um, and so was, that was fun. It's crazy.
1: I, I've been, you know, i am making been helping out my family a lot. So right now we've been doing stuff with my nieces and, you know, Thursday picked up two of them yesterday. I picked up the other one with one of them. And so it's a lot of back and forth driving through the mountains with the kids and things of the little hype one as she's watching all the animals out the window and getting excited. It was always fun. Mm-hmm. Be getting the teenagers to get it through their head that I make them laugh or blush on a whim because I am better at this than they are. It's fun. <laughs> oh, the one because she's so quiet and she always tries to act like she cannot get affected by the joking around and crazy of the family. She always tries to do the roll eyes and, oh, I'm not going to get into it. I made my mission from the city all the way back to my mom's house to see how many times I can make her laugh and freak out. And At one point, if she's trying really hard to laugh. I'm, like, I'm going to make you laugh. And then I'm going to take a picture Sure of it. Post it with teenager loses look, and she's just you can see her flip her hair and she's like trying to look, so hard not to laugh, and she's shaking in her seat laughing. <laughs> like eyes that she is. It's loving yeah. teasing,
0: you know. But absolutely,
1: you gotta have fun at times, and family is a
0: good way to do that. Absolutely, absolutely, and and that's why you know we we were talking before the stream, just you know, family family comes first, you know, and that is something that. I know both both you and I have mm-hmm. always been, you know, very clear about it. in our in our YouTube careers, one could say, right? You know, our our YouTube life it's that hey, it's 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 fun, it's great to have the conversations that we're able to have, to meet the people that we're able to meet. But ultimately, you know, when family stuff comes up, that takes priority. And that's why I you know, I love the Asgardian community so much because everyone's always so very understanding. Um, and the ones that aren't understanding are trolling. And so it's like that's that just makes it even that just makes it even more fun and uh, that just uh makes me makes me quite happy so oh there we go she's back hi yeah i'm
1: still i'm still in the mountains it's gonna come okay. in and out sometimes
0: <laughs> sorry about that awesome no,
1: I mean, what about all those of us who are trolling and we're sympathetic and nice
0: exactly that's what i was saying is that normally when people are trolling um normally it's done in a like in a in a nice way, or it's it's done in a way where you're like, yes, this is this is exactly what I, I want to try. By the way, if you start to see me posting in the chat random names with random symbols, it's because I have these uh, commands that Heimdall, my bot, is supposed to uh, you know put out on a timely basis. But I think you're also supposed to be able to trigger them. However, um, I, I I've tried it a couple times, and so far, let me let me try and see if that one works. Supposed to like trigger Other than it. not
1: having technical difficulties. Not as many as I have though.
0: Yes. Yes. Though I do have them. It just, for me, it bothers me more. <laughs> for me, it bothers me more because I have a knowledge of, of tech, technology to an extent. Like, I even at my school, for instance, like one of my. You know, whenever you're in a smaller you know, private school, especially you wear a lot of hats. So one of the like hats that I wear is like a tech assistant. So if anything happens with the smart boards or the laptops, I can, you know, be there and be that person that people can talk to and get advice from. So whenever I especially don't understand something, I get very frustrated. So um, I'm very frustrated that none of those commands seem to be working. If anyone has ever used StreamBot before chatbot before it's a streamlabs chatbot and you you happen to have any technical advice on that i would appreciate it i would appreciate it um but yes uh shout out again as i said to stephanie b for being here i know that stephanie b's got a class to teach so thank you for being here for at least the first hour and then laura will get it here eventually i know that this is always the time of of the week usually when the uh when the lawnmower right when the gardeners are out uh, I hope that they're not having a conversation. I remember last time uh, were you were you still on when we were having that conversation about uh the <laughs> about the gardeners at Laura's house that they they were having like a conversation with the neighbor instead of doing the work? <laughs> and it's like oh, what Lord. are you doing? <laughs> get 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 back to doing the job. You're I'm supposed not sure to I
1: remember doing. that, but I've been kind of off in La La Land lately.
0: Yeah. <laughs> But I think I think last one was another one where you had to you had to head out early. So um, it,
1: it's it's been crazy the last few months because we'll, well, I've been helping mom so much and tearing apart the old ramp, the old stuff that was built, all this old wood furniture that's broken and stuff, and rebuilding her her whole new deck and ramp and stuff for the ha- house so she can function better. And you know when it's just me and her mom doing that and you're talking about two disabled chicks doing it it's when we can get an hour or two when we have some strength to do it and it's not 110 out in the freaking desert heat um
0: (sighs) my goodness yeah my wife (laughs) got a little taste of the desert heat because uh Mm -hmm. she had she had a trip to arizona to phoenix um Mm -hmm. and i don't know much about phoenix except when like recently except for when the elections happen because there's always something going on with like was it maricopa i don't even know if that is the phoenix area or not but i feel like i always hear about it in in the news when it comes to election stuff more so than anything else the and other than having like some of the hottest temperatures there's this is again how my add brain works there's one movie line that always sticks always sticks with me that mentions phoenix do you happen i'm gonna i'm gonna see Do do you do you happen to know what it might be rosetta
1: not off the top of my head, but I've been kind of out. Like, of it It's last a Robin week.
0: Williams movie. Hmm.
1: I know I should know what you're talking about, but it ain't
0: hitting me. So it's I've a it's a movie called Mrs. Doubtfire. It's a movie oh, called Mrs. Doubtfire.
1: About that, I haven't watched that in a yeah. long time.
0: So so he it's when he's trying to get the mask on because the woman who's supposed to be checking in on on uh, mm. on who robin williams character actually is right um instead of you know it's a mm-hmm. mrs doubtfire and so he he throws the mask accidentally out the window and it gets rolled over he's like oh crap he doesn't say crap uh and so he has to find a way to get a fake mask and so he puts his face in the pie and he's like hello and so at one point he's making her tea and so as he's making her tea parts of like the pie which he doesn't tell her really is actually just you know cream from a pie he's like oh i'm melting like a snow coat in phoenix there you go there there there's the quote there's your there's your random I, quote I remember of the day everybody
1: started talking about it but it wasn't coming to me before yeah. that
0: it's very obscure that that's the kind so of person that i have <laughs> well it's
1: been so long since i've watched that I oh yeah 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 time for those guys well that you know a you know the black hills here are interesting yeah we're high altitude yeah it's a mountain range but it's also connected to a desert and it's desert tropic kind of weather in a mountain range it's Mm. very dry it's got a lot of cactus and stuff in the mountains here and stuff and so yeah it gets like negative 50 to negative 60 in winter but in summers it's not uncommon to spike into 110 120. Mm. so (laughs) you're just talking extreme weather here and there was a survey done like a decade ago where weather channel did this research on all these towns and cities throughout the continent their weather patterns for 50 years Mm -hmm. and do you know where they said had the fastest changing most extreme high most extreme low and overall most extremely fluctuating weather in the on the continent was black hills rapid city south dakota in the black hills
0: wow yeah that's crazy. And so,
1: I, all these people always tell me, oh, he, we can get the same kind of weather changes here. I'm like, no, we don't. I've, I've lived <laughs> in a bunch of states, I've traveled to a bunch of states. It's not the same. Yeah. And, and that's not to diminish anybody else's experience. It's just not the same. <laughs> one, one of the storms that's recorded history for the Black Hills hit back in World War II time.
2: Mm. And
1: this was in winter, and it was going through as a this wave. And what it really was, was the weather, the storms had hit the jet stream just right, that it actually created these ripples of the storm through the jet stream.
3: Mm -hmm. And
1: so the jet stream was pushing it through the area. So every about two minutes, it was swinging 40 degrees up and down, raining and snowing. Wow. This is recorded. And it was literally, it started like 40 degrees. It was a warm winter day. And multiple times through this like half hour to hour, this was going on. It dipped to like negative forty and then back up and then it was oh, all over goodness. the place. And it's like, can you imagine being there when that hit and trying to figure out what to do with the weather that's hitting you? Yeah. I'm like
0: that's just, that's that's crazy. Uh,
1: <laughs> and the worst <laughs> of those swings, the highest points of those swings that were the most extreme hit spearfish, but it did that through the whole region, all the way down. Yeah. So, oh, so wow. like I talk to people about this stuff, and they're like, "Oh, that's weird." It's like, well, yeah, high altitude mountain range connected to a peak. Nature doesn't know what to do with itself here, and we're in the main mm-hmm. jet stream through the country that comes off of the coast. Okay, so it is crazy.
0: I guess I, so. I guess that helps to make I guess like
1: mm-hmm. some
0: sense with with the way in which like the stream works. That it like all the kinds of, of the... weather.
1: Mm-hmm. One of the main jet streamlines of the natural airflow of the continent comes off of the upper part of the Pacific through Washington state area and then kind of down through Montana and through it basically almost follows I 90 through most of the country. Yeah. Uh, which is really traveling east to west on I 90 sucks, by the way. <laughs> yeah. Because <laughs> it's almost always windy <laughs> in your face pushing you backwards. Yeah. Traveling west to east on I 90 is usually gas mileage. <laughs> yeah <laughs> but it, it is intense and so it creates some very weird weather on it hmm. Hmm. and this year's been a year for weird weather but it's also rally times so, so every time i have to leave the house going through the sea of motorcycles to try to get into any place to get somebody
0: oh man
1: because the rally kicked off on Friday, the official ending day is tomorrow.
0: Oh, my goodness. So so they've just been partying the whole time.
1: Well, well basically, there's a the bikers due for like a week before and a week after. But
3: mm-hmm.
1: once you hit the main days of the rally, which they extended, it used to only be six days. And now it's ten <laughs> because they can't mm-hmm. keep it more. It's just solid motorcycles everywhere. You go down these dirt roads in the middle of nowhere in the back of the black and you're like turning corners and you've got like the, like 300 motorcycles going by you the other direction <laughs>
0: <laughs> uh, well I, would, I wanted to make sure to shout so Bruce uh, I think he had mentioned this in a previous <laughs> chat it's the his anniversary. anniversary so happy wedding anniversary And he says that is today so happy wedding anniversary to Bruce thank you for, uh, for joining us in this stream for your wedding anniversary hopefully you have got some plans hopefully you've, you've made plans I'm sure you have because you're, you're a good guy. K Man giving us an update here. It says Mike went out. Going to try and find another and then come back to the stream. Sorry, sorry to hear that, K Man. I hope that you're able to find it and that you're able to get it to work. Very sorry to hear that. Uh, Gary Banjo Sandwich Worthington's in the chat. Miss Minnesota Hockey fans in the chat. Uh, Bongo is in the chat once again. Uh, yes, if you want to support uh, Rosetta Allen, Eagle Rider, you can check out her YouTube channel. And uh, yeah, that part should be like the uh, Heimdall going through all of the different things. That should still work. It's more of the being able to trigger it that for some reason doesn't happen to be working today for some reason. And then let's see, because seventy you B on uh, no. Working. Yeah, I thought I well, because I hadn't tried it yet because I had set I had put all the stuff in and it, it was a command and typically the commands just like when we have the the giveaways and stuff, right? It's the exclamation point. So I just assumed that that's how it would work, but apparently that's that's not the case. Um, but yeah, so 70B, uh, I am not going to Vegas. It's the school year. School has started. Uh, I probably won't even be at the Geeks and Gamers meetup uh, in, uh, in October because, one, it's on a Sunday, so just that's already not a very good day in general because of mass obligations and such. But then also, two, it's a Sunday, which means it's a school night, and so... You know, unless I can find a really good plane ticket that's not all that expensive, there's just no way I'm gonna be able to get down. Uh Laura also wanted to clarify, yeah, not only does the gardener talk to the other people, it says that the gardener leaves the mower idling in the yard <laughs> while he is doing that. You gotta learn Which to
1: crack is that lady. I mean
0: Yeah, it's just like it's interesting because like to me it's why wouldn't why wouldn't you just turn it off if you're having a conversation? Like that—that's that, because it's like I—I I mow the lawn. I know what that's like, and if even if it's idling, that's that's still a pretty loud sound. And if your purpose is to have a conversation with somebody, at least turn it off. But oh well.
1: It's also that's wasting expensive gas, and if it's electric, you're just draining oh, yeah. the house's power. I mean, either way, that's yep. not really good.
0: <laughs> yeah, because uh, the price of electricity has has gone up as well. So you got you well, know all of it is pow- impacted. Powers you know? are
1: always disconnected especially with transit and others have always playing a part in that and yeah. it, electric that's why I always laugh at the whole EV thing for cars is because yeah. they act like they're avoiding pollutions by using electricity but these are the same people who complain about electricity on other things it's like do you not realize the hypocrisy here not just the not, un, inability to use them because let's face it do you think you could build those stations and afford to run them and function them in a state like South Dakota here where we're multiple times bigger than the entire country of England and have less than a million population? It's mostly desert and the Indian mountains. Uh, come, come on. Let's be realistic here, people.
0: <laughs> oh, my God. And Bruce also says not only wedding anniversary, it's also his birthday. Um, he's like, I'm trying to watch the stream and everyone keeps calling keeps calling me out. It's, well, yeah, that because it's your birthday, it's your anniversary, man. Go, yo! I don't know why I went, dude. There, come on, man. What are you doing here, man? Uh, but seriously, yeah, go. That's go not it. Today. <laughs> I don't care. Uh, bashy, bashy. <laughs> You're welcome for for the prayer. Yeah, Gary's Discord. Let's just say uh, the the Discord community over on on Gary's. They need some prayers, uh, some of the stuff that goes on
1: <laughs> in the Discord channel. To me, is thinking about this, because I started doing the Patreon stuff to you in mm-hmm. June of 19.
0: It wow. over three
1: years, Odin.
0: That's why I think back just to my first videos and to think back that I think I started in 2018, like end of 2018 or summer of 2018, that's what always gets me, because I'm just like, I can't believe that it's been roughly four years.
1: I mean, you were talking when I joined you that you don't recently started having that tier in the Chosen of Valhalla at all. And mm-hmm. I, I don't know. Yeah. I basically pulled you on everyone else's channels, basically. But you've always been easier for me to get along with and support, even when I'm more broke. So I keep yours, even when they don't do other.
0: <laughs> yeah one of my first videos was uh, actually it was it was so before i launched the actual channel i did a couple of videos about MoviePass. this was back when when movie pass was being really sketchy and screwing people over it was like the first mm-hmm. movie subscription service and so that first video was april 27th of 2018 and then the following one was may 12th of 2018 and then let's see I think my first official video that I did was yes solo a star wars nightmare on May 17th of 2018 so Mm
4: -hmm.
0: and then I I think the first more professional video was on John Campia and that was May 21st of 2018
1: I've I've gotten to the point where there's a few people I really other to try to check on and watch and support but mostly i'm working all the time or i'm trying to help people plan things for other projects so it's like i just don't have the time for as many of the
0: streams as i used to yeah
1: and i yeah, still, my first to. Live I still stream want to was... support people you know
0: yeah my first live stream was in june of 2018 so oh man yeah so that would make it my what fourth anniversary my goodness Wow.
1: Yeah, and I was I was looking at this stuff, going, you know, because I still remember you deciding you were going to do this nice thing for the new girl in your hangout, and did the whole watch party stream so we could all do Princess Bride together for my anniversary for me. And that That's was right. Three years ago now. I know. Holy really crap, man!
0: Oh, I was I was just that was also a time when I was I was streaming a lot. Like, I was streaming way more than, than I probably should have. Like, I'm looking at some of these stream dates, and I, I was almost streaming almost every day, or almost every other day, uh, especially, like, over the summertime. I was streaming almost every day, every other day. So that just... And most of those streams would have been in the evening, too. So, yeah, that was before I, like, finally had had, had the talk with the wife, and was like, okay, need to start actually... <laughs> getting a, a much more tenable schedule to this um but oh my goodness yeah i was dreaming i was dreaming so much back then so yeah i'm glad i definitely have the schedule that i have now because it gives me so much more time with family you know as we were saying like family you know becoming first and so not only helping you know just you know more time with the wife but then also of course now more recently last couple of years with with baby thor as well um, Although you
1: can still work on getting more 80s knowledge because it's still lacking. Yes, I've been picking on you about it for is over true. three years.
0: Oh, I know. I know. At least I can say that I have some Trek under my belt because I've seen all of DS9. I, at least I have that. Though that See, doesn't and- seem to be enough for a lot of people because as soon as <laughs> I bring that up, they're like, Oh, have you seen Babylon 5? Or, hey, when are you going to watch Babylon 5? Or another- I,
1: so- I get into it with other Trek fans because while I love DS9... I don't think it's the end. will be. It's the best series, and there's a lot of them to yeah. do. I I have problems with some of the characters. I hate Kieran Arise. I can't.
0: Stand oh, her. I no, I, I
1: especially like... out there and said it was justified to bomb civilians because there's no such thing as an innocent bystander. But no, no, which no. no. She that, did that's say why in one of the episodes.
0: Yeah, she did, and that's why I like her character because it's not a it's not a completely likable character. It is a. It is a mixed she's a character. It's she's yeah, exactly. She
1: doesn't but, care about bystander people.
0: Yes. But during that, that comment being made, I think, because I can't remember the exact rest of that episode or the rest of the series, but it does seem that as the show progresses though, she starts to recognize that, that maybe some end. of the things. Yeah. Like, cause there was one that episode one was where she actually, she, she gets to go back in time. Yeah. Remember she gets to go back in time and, um, and she's I, ready to was, kill her mom. Yeah. You know, like she's uh, yeah, ready to kill actually, her mom. But then... Unfortunately,
1: the reason that that episode bothered me so much. And I, I love DS9. I mean, my favorite Star Trek character overall is Garrick because he's so yeah. complex, but he's also so deep at the same time. But oh, yeah. the reason that bothered me from her saying that is because that was in one of the last that was towards the end. That was when she was helping carry the baby for O'Brien and his wife. Mm. And she was still defending that viewpoint. And to me, that yeah. showed she, all this growth that she supposedly had in all these episodes where she learned about other people didn't actually evolve. She didn't really change well, I in think her that heart. Makes She it, just changed in how she acted yeah. to him.
0: But to me, I think it almost makes it more realistic because, you know, when we, it does, for instance, when we get to a see character. a different perspective, like when we get to see a different perspective on things, sometimes it changes our mind. But sometimes even when our mind has been changed or when we've seen something, we still have those, 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 that baggage, basically, right? We still have that stuff that, you know, if we held a certain viewpoint, especially for decades, you know, even if we've seen the error of our ways, we are still going to, you know, default, to those older positions. Well that's
1: why I said, you know, I I, I don't like her because I don't mm. think she actually grew up in it. Out of characters that actually evolved more, Nog and Rom made a much more great evolving from selfish to noble than Kira ever did. Mm. But again I maybe the, the arc wasn't as I love the show yeah. overall. I love yeah. the show overall but I always have a problem with that. It's oh I was into DS nine though because I yeah. liked the lighthearted side of Trek as well. And I liked more episodic for Trek because it could pull in outsiders who could start under culture that we were trying to create with it. Yeah. My taste in Trek basically goes from oldest to newest with my taste on being favorites.
0: Okay. So you by the end of Voyager,
1: uh, I was done.
0: (laughs) Okay. So you prefer next gen to D D space nine.
1: A little bit, not a lot. There were, pretty close to certain seasons basically. And I love both shows, but I, I love yeah. the original series because it did so well with the episodic really tellings of for having to fight the sixties cheese. They, and not having all the technology and writers and stuff they had by the late, I think they overall did better with lives.
0: Yeah. Yeah. One of the things that was in, cause Jay Stowe sent this giant box of stuff. One of the things that was in there was he had all of the star Trek next gen stuff. So that's what I've been uh I've been digitizing those to put on my server. But then there's also these other sets and it's like I both appreciate these sets but then also I'm like, "Oh man, these are just such like cash grab, money grab sets that exist." So there are these special edition sets of Trek where it has like a certain theme to it. So there's the Captain's Log collection, right? And so it's got episodes from different Star Treks and so it's all like in this theme and they've got like, you know, special features where they're explaining different I things. Mean. There's like the alternative realities one. There was one where it's actually, it's all episodes that deal with the, uh, what's it officially called? Um, like, oh, I, there's one whole series dedicated. It's like the try and travel the mirror. Oh, it's the mirror, the mirror dimension. So it has all the episodes in, in which they go to the mirror dimension. Um, and, so it's like, I appreciate those because mm-hmm. it puts them all easily at hand. But at the same time, yeah, it's sometimes, like...
1: Yeah, sometimes you look at those and you're like, I don't have to try to get, find a new disc constantly. I can don't yeah. have to try to do new, all this stuff. If I'm working, I can just put it in and watch something I'm in the mood for without having to switch things out constantly. But at the same time, it's stuff you already have yeah. if you have the series. I have all the series through the first yeah. Star Trek so at all. And the other one that's interesting is I'm not as into... While they didn't do a bad job remastering it, I actually, when I'm watching the original series, I like seeing the original special effects, even when they're cornier, because I think on a few of the effects, they don't work as well as they did originally. Mm-hmm. And I like seeing how they dealt with it originally with the little technology they had, because it's that piece of history, too, you're watching when you watch it. Yeah. And so I, I, and, um, I'm very much an old world girl and I realize I get in arguments with every community I'm in because my taste doesn't usually fall in line with most of the others. So. Yeah. I, I've already told you I'm not a fan of 89 Batman and you know that. So. Yeah. Uh, how, how Basically every community doesn't agree with me for that. I don't <laughs> care. We like what we like. It's our personalities. Yeah. But I think that's where we can disagree, argue, and still find common ground. And with me and you, while I may not like a lot of the stuff everyone else likes, the things I like are things most people in the community can really understand when they see it and hear it and experience it, too.
3: hmm
1: But it's like picking on different people in the chat for having bad taste in movies or telling you you don't know anything about 80s. We can tease each other as long as we stay friends after.
3: Mm-hmm.
1: It's like me telling Chris at Real Review that he's a token fan of the Disney stuff and things like that. It's just for fun. It's teasing a friend. <laughs> we have to be able to agree to disagree and have fun with each other. Mm-hmm. That's how we beat all this stupid petty crap.
0: Oh, yeah. Absolutely. Plus, honestly,
1: arguing over fandoms has always been fun.
0: <laughs> that's why it's like yeah absolutely you know arguing <laughs> over the nerdy stuff right like so what is the best track what nerd what, culture what is we were just, exactly it's what we were just going through right is Kira Narise a, a well developed character right again that that's that's a nerd debate and that's what makes it fun you know Um, and that's what nerdum is supposed to be is supposed to be I about, remember
1: you know? how visceral the arguments were when I was a and they were arguing between original series and next gen mm-hmm how vicious a lot of the Trekkies were arguing with each other over it. Yeah. This isn't new, but we used yeah. to be able to have those arguments and then be friends after.
0: And exactly. that's the part
1: that's lacking more today.
0: Now it's uh, we have the arguments and, and now it's a separation after instead of the coming together. Um, And speaking of coming together, K-Man, yeah. we, we got you back?
4: Hopefully so. Can you hear me?
0: Yes, I can hear you.
4: Yay! I end up having to use my wireless uh, head earboard to get this thing to work correctly.
0: Oh, no. Yeah, I still see that there's some some of the connection issues. But h- how are you doing while we have you here?
4: I'm doing good. Okay.
0: Been been up to anything fun? I'm trying
4: to uh, – well, I just – Well, weekend before last, I ended up finally getting my podcast going.
0: Yeah, that's right. That's right. You've been having fun with it? Yeah, just
4: trying to figure out what do for the next episode.
0: Okay. Nice. Very cool. Yeah, I have the – so Heimdall is putting out the links as as I expected, just for some reason the commands don't seem to be working. But for the, uh, for the links, there is going to be a link posted by Heimdall that will send people to to the K-Man's website, XTheBoundaries.co. Because I saw that you had that right at the very uh, top of the page, basically. Um, so for people who want to support the podcast and check it out, it's going to be right there for people to click on. Um, but uh, I guess, uh, what have you learned so far? I, I know that when I, you know, whatever, like, I, I think, you know, starting podcasts and stuff like that, like any things that you've learned through the process of making the podcast?
4: I uh, learned that I pause too much and I say anyways too much whenever I'm talking by myself.
0: Mm, okay. Yeah. How, how do you feel listening back to yourself?
4: <laughs> That's something I still haven't gotten used to even after Yeah. all the stuff I've recorded throughout.
0: Oh, yeah. Yeah, I mean, as a musician especially, right? It's like... It's just amazing how you know whether it's musicians, podcasts, or whatever it might be that we do. It's like anytime you listen back, you're always. I know for me, especially whenever I did theater, and I'd always look back at a performance, I'd always be just so like over analytical and just so critic, you know, so critical of myself. And by the way, there you go, Heimdall, right there, uh, posting the link to X the Boundaries. So if you want to support, that's what I've
1: noticed a lot too. Odin is. It helps your self-awareness, though. Like, with me, I didn't realize some of the issues I have in my speech, some of the issues I have with my tics and stuff, because I didn't usually feel them or see them. So I didn't see a lot of that stuff until I started doing streams and people started either commenting on it or making fun of it. But Mm -hmm. watching the streams back, seeing how they happen, seeing how they behave, helped us start looking into what was causing it beyond just the one, helped us start finding ways to help control it. Because yeah. you can see it as much yourself, honestly. And in the end, I think there is a positive we can take away from it if we don't let ourselves just sit there and hate ourselves. Hmm. We can learn a lot about ourselves watching how we interact with others. Yeah. And we're not as aware. We don't hear our voice the same way other people do. And we don't always realize what we actually say because that that is a real issue people have. We'll think one thing, but not all of it comes out. Out or something comes
0: out different. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No. Absolutely. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. And I think that's also why it's good to have, you know, good friends because good friends are the ones mm-hmm. who will always, uh, always be honest with with us. Right. Will always be honest with us. Will always tell mm-hmm. us what's going on, and will be able to 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 really help us be able to not only to know those things, but also. Ways in which maybe they, maybe they have an an idea or they have a mindset, a a way of understanding how it is that we can, uh, you know, how it is that we can actually look into, uh, you know, fixing or not necessarily even fixing, but um, how we can actually go about addressing whatever that issue might be. Mm -hmm. And I think I may have figured out this. Sorry, my brain is, I think I may have figured out. You think
1: you might have actually gotten something right?
0: I think I may have. I think the reason why is because for the actual names of the commands, I think that I put that in. So let me try. Let's see. Did did Odin get something right? Let's see. Boom! Yes, we have it. All right. Oh! Odin has figured something out. Everybody technology oh, no, you made his brain work I mean you ain't got Sorry. nothing on me <laughs> technology Sorry. all right now, now I'm gonna fix it for the others too so yeah the reason why is because in this stream labs chat bot it says command and so I figured oh do I just put the command symbol and then the name no no you have to have the actual command symbol in the program for the command itself there that makes more sense and so now any of the chosen, if at any point, so K Man, if you want to have your uh, website pop up, you would just put exclamation point K Man and it should uh, automatically uh, do that for you. So um, you can you can try it out yourself and make sure that it's, it's working because I think I have it set where everyone can. Yes. You're welcome, everybody. That's what happens. That's what happens. We make miracles happen. We make dreams come true. Technology. <laughs> che- we will technology. climb that yes. mountain,
1: and Odin will as learn input, to stop boomering as much
0: as yeah. As input latency, Odin the unboomer. Maybe for this moment, in this exact moment in time, I cannot promise that it'll stay that way. But for this moment in time, <laughs> uh, absolutely, <laughs> absolutely. Uh, but. Anyway, uh, yeah, uh, <laughs> Laura's like, I like the unboomer. Yeah, maybe that's that should be the new title that I go by at least for the next few minutes. Um, but yeah, uh, so K man, <laughs> so K man, you you launched the podcast. Uh, you've been working on the book, right? And and the album to go along with the book. How how are things going with that?
4: Yeah, it's a uh, slow process, but it's getting there. Okay. It's one of those deals, especially when it comes to writing. I, I want to. I won't necessarily say I'm a perfectionist. I'll I'll go through stuff about a hundred different times before I finally am satisfied. I've written, be able to go on to the next thing.
0: Mm -hmm. Yeah well i'm glad to hear that it, it's going well though and how is the uh i know i know that the uh the journey has not reached its end but how is the journey for for workable uh sensible internet going in your in your neck of the woods any upda- any any updates on that
4: i think they end up having uh bite the bull so to speak and go with a t and t for now until starlink or one mm. of them pops up in this because uh
3: oh, i man. come to find
4: out by you by using a, a a prepaid phone for work which happened mm. to go through at and i have a better signal with their phone service than i do so i'm hoping that oh, their goodness. internet will be the same
0: yeah I wonder if it's through work, maybe, because I know when when I worked for AMC uh, theaters, we had some deal with I think Sprint it was, and we could get like discounts and stuff. Um, do you know if, if that might be something that you can do with with the AT and C service? That way, maybe you can you can get the the you know the best thing going for you.
4: Yeah, I think they uh, have some kind of uh, deal with them. Uh, check to see exactly what the uh, what they have. For as far as discounts and stuff goes,
0: yeah, absolutely. And we did see in in the in in the background there that hubby was coming in to show show some love to Rosetta. How's hubby doing?
1: Not too bad. He was just trying to get all his stuff for breakfast in the
0: bedroom here, and then oh, nice.
1: Me dealing with the cat.
0: (laughs) Oh, always uh, got the cat. Always got to get the cat.
1: Do not. As if she wouldn't sneak under my blanket and then lick my feet
0: from behind. <laughs> <laughs> but, I mean, she's a cat. Cat's got a cat, right? Dog's got a dog. Cat's got a cat. It's the way it works. <laughs> I don't
1: know, but she sure is a little
0: baby. Yeah. But she's my little baby. Yeah. Uh, and also, uh, yeah. Stephanie B, as I know, uh, Stephanie B and, and Tina – Sorry, it's Stephanie, Tina, if you're listening to this later on, B Tina, and uh, Laura, y'all also can have, because I have it for everybody, but since y'all are the ones typically that like to post links, this also, obviously, we can work on it to get the exact wording right. This can also help y'all out instead of having to maybe copy and paste your message that you might have ready or to, to you know, try to find a link or something. Having these short commands can actually help a lot. So, for instance, Tina, who can't be with us today, I've changed the command exclamation point tina and so therefore heimdall should theoretically then post the link that says support tina here we'll see if it works there it is follow tina and soup to nuts here and boom there's her link so hey there it is and if anyone is the chosen member oh,
1: did it right
0: i did it right i did a thing i did the thing um but yeah but again for both k-man and rosetta uh, exclamation point rosetta for you rosetta exclamation points uh, I think it was just K man, just to make, just to keep it simple, uh, for for k man. If you want to ever trigger, trigger a Heimdall to to post your links that way, yeah. boom, makes it easier for everybody. So, anything else you've been working on, uh, K man?
4: Uh, not really, just mostly back and forth here and work.
0: Okay. How's work been?
4: I've uh, been run- changing schedules all over. It's hard to keep up <laughs> looking at. I have today off, and then I don't have another day off until Wednesday.
0: Oh, my goodness. And how long are those shifts again?
4: <laughs> uh, Luckily,
3: i uh, Kitty says that only
4: eight-hour shifts, but... <laughs>
0: Oh, my goodness. Wow. Well, I'm glad, that, I'm glad that you were able to have some time to... And, hey, the signal's holding up, too. Um, so, I'm glad that you've been able to jump on. And uh, I just want to, of course, always check in with my time because I know the Chosen. Uh, that's the beautiful thing about all the Chosen members is all of us, we understand we all have life... Life. Uh, I was going to say, we all have life goals here. We all have life goals here on the channel, okay? We all have life priorities and priorities in, in, in check. So, Rosetta, how are you doing on time? I'm doing okay yet.
1: They're okay. Starting to do breakfast since the kids were a bit sleepy after all night goofing off with Auntie. So, okay,
0: okay. okay all yet. Right. Cool. All right. Just, just let me know whenever you might need just, to. Just and remember,
1: then... I'm over in mountain time, so I'm a couple hours behind you.
0: Yes. That's right. I was at, as you were mentioning breakfast, I'm like, it's lunchtime here. What are you even talking about? Oh, that's right. You're kind of late time. breakfast here, and then we're
1: over in mountain too. So, yeah.
0: That is a happy kitty right there. <laughs> she, I don't know why she adores me this, but she does and she'll just oh the kid, the kid and just hold. like got the eyes closed and It's she's like mm, happy she's like my...
1: and I'm in this yes. room hiding from the children I mean,
0: <laughs> <laughs> it's like you're my woman that's what's so funny whenever you look up information about you know why do dogs do X or why do cats do, do Y and then for cats it's you know, you think when they rub up against you, it's like, "Oh, you're showing affection. It turns out, no, that's them rubbing their scent on you to tell them, to tell everyone that they own you. <laughs> well,
1: it, it's kind of affection. Their affection means I like you, so I own
0: you. Yeah. It's
1: the whole thing with dogs have owners. It's a nice kind of staff.
0: ownership that only could happen mm-hmm. with a, between a dog and a human. Or not a dog, an animal and a human, right? It's the only kind of, mm-hmm. it's the only kind of ownership that's really okay is between an animal and a human. <laughs>
1: She well, thinks she's so she, happy. She's thought
0: that since I met her when she was three days old and still shut from birth. <laughs> oh, she's oh, oh, oh. oh, a kitty. She's a little kitty, though. A little kitty she's cat. She's
1: almost seven now.
0: Oh, my goodness. That's the other insane thing, too, is I think back to, to YouTube starting back. You know, It's been four years since, you, you know, since starting on YouTube. And it also, of course, coincides very much with my, my dogs as well uh because we got River when like right right around when we first got married actually. She was uh, we like to call we like to say that she was our honeymoon baby because we literally like, picked her up like right when we got back from our honeymoon in Iceland. Um we 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 actually like picked her up and and she became a part of the family. So it's just insane that that she's like almost 6 I think. And then Willow is only about 6 months younger and I'm just like, no, y'all should not be getting older. Y'all are not allowed to get older.
1: No, because your pets are supposed to be young and cute and lovable exactly. forever, right?
0: Exactly. Mm-hmm. I mean, I, th- I think we have we have one kitty here who's like, yes, that's exactly what is going on with me. <laughs> so keep petting me, please, because this feels nice. <laughs> All you right. See, that's
1: one thing about your channel. Some of the channels like get a up- Tight if people's pets coming while they're talking and streaming, it's like
0: they're yeah. animals. They want attention. They don't yes. care what you. And and people like animals, right? Mostly. And to be fair, uh, she's are... well
1: behaved on your stream. She, I mean, she actually yeah. tried to moon my husband's boss one day.
0: <laughs> gotta love, gotta love yes. cats. Yes, and... you
1: did. Yes, you did. Oh, oh, he just <laughs> laughed. He just laughed. Luckily, his boss is actually pretty nice.
0: <laughs> I mean, I you feel see, like only people on a that like hate animals yeah yeah they got only people that like hate animals or who just don't have a heart or a soul are the ones who are like yeah you're doing you know better get the cat get the dog or get the animal right out of here Like, it's one thing if it's like if it's crazy barking right up in into the you know, the microphone that's understandable mm-hmm. things like that but if it's just like simple it's like
1: one thing if they're trying to drag their pets everywhere with them in public yeah. too that's
0: a- annoying oh, but yeah. if
1: they're just they're on there at home and the animal comes in i mean i don't get people getting uptight about that and i've had people mm-hmm. complain that cat's interrupting it's like this cat is more important than the stream honestly because she's part of the life forms i take care of hmm I, I love all my friends and my stream buddies but if i have to do something for her she comes first yeah
0: absolutely absolutely
1: and she um, sits here and no
0: because she's got all four of her paws on me oh <laughs> uh, spe- spe- speaking speaking around my left arm <laughs> we did bring up the uh you know the, the fighting and then still being friends after so of course victor fontaine brings up the fight that we've been having in the comment sections like like arguing over whether billet train is worth the price of a movie ticket or only <laughs> an entertainment level to justify a rental yes like that one only not like that one because you're still wrong, Victor. You're still you're still wrong. It's worth seeing at theaters. I always whenever I get whenever I get defensive about most things, I always okay, okay. feel like that video. Anyone who's like ever watched professional wrestling, or if you just know a lot of like older memes too, uh, the the video of the guy and it's like at this indie show and it's like it's still real to me. Dang it! Right, that guy. That's how I always feel whenever I get defensive. I was like, it's still a really good movie, worth your time. Dang it. Oh, my goodness. So.
1: <laughs> You've been married seven years, and I've been married 16. Yeah. Wow. I've been with him a long time. Wow. Okay, yes, I stopped pitting you.
0: <laughs> she's she's like, no, you must not stop. You must not stop. Uh, Leslie Tarkin, welcome. She is Generation X-Wing. I think I am mm. technically... I'm Generation Z, you're a boomer. I think.
1: But technically, you're white. Oh, you're no,
0: that's right. That's right that's, right. that's part right. That's right. Millennial. Because Y is got, the millennial. Remember, I always forget which one's the millennial.
1: Gen yeah. X is after the boomers. Boomers were the kids that came after World War II through the early yes. 60s. Mm-hmm. Mid to 60s to around 1980 was the Gen X. And then the Gen basically from beginning of the 80, season, I think 1980, is the
0: millennial. Yeah, I think some charts yeah, they of like switched it to the like mark at that point. So yeah. they've been
1: doing them on every other decade since then. switched it to the decade yeah. then, so 1980s when they started the Millennials and then 2000s when they started what became Zoomer and they're actually in the first few years of the next generation yet but they haven't named them yet.
0: Yeah. I wonder when I guess Millennial, the phrase, the, the expression Millennial's been around for, for a long time. I, I feel like was it early two thousands when it became like a pejorative, where it became like a yeah. oh, you silly millennial." It was it was
1: being used <laughs> everywhere on media, basically as saying, "Oh, look yeah. at these dumb college kids." around I'm like two thousand
0: four. <laughs> that's my generation, so that's why I like to say yeah, rather. Mine too unfortunately,
1: now, I'm just older in it.
0: Yeah, well, that's why. Also, I, I like to instead, you know, try to always go the route of being like, no, 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 I'm I'm Generation Y. Uh, i'm not a millennial i'm gen y and that just shows i'm more sophisticated much more sophisticated um anyway rosetta are you still there rosetta
1: i'm here i was just dealing with family sick
0: okay okay just making sure just making sure because it just it cut off and so i was like uh-oh did, did someone did a cat unplug something or <laughs> anything yeah like I that. guess
1: you could kind of call it elder millennial what um they've called it in some media is what they call the graybeard those are born in the first few years of the 80s and still have a lot of the gen x culture but they're mm-hmm. millennial technically yeah. We
0: don't like it yeah yes
1: I know I stopped petting you for two seconds you're going to die right yes
0: <laughs> and going back to to the animal <laughs> talk uh Laura has here the oh boy <laughs> the kitty not the kitty oh Bad kitty. Oh, meow. Meow.
1: meow. Well, you got to remember, Mau, Bangle, and Sidies, all of those are very vocal, oh, yeah. even when they're happy. And they're okay. also very aggressive love languages. So she's just very, mm. very crash bang, pow, meow, purring.
0: No. But Laura had it on saying the sneaky dogs got fed twice this morning by accident. As you can imagine, they didn't object. Yes, uh, Willow is very prone to that because. She it, she has this you know perfect internal clock. We're right around four o'clock, right around because her her dinner time is five, but okay. right around four o'clock she starts to be like, mm, 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 and like she's like staring at you, and she's like she's like you know what's going on, you know what's supposed to be happening very 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 soon. And so uh, yeah, so there have been times when um, you know yeah. she she's acted like that, oh, yeah. and so we've taken care of it. I've taken care of it early, and yeah. I remember there was one like time it. where they got dinner twice. And it was because she was acting crazy, and I decided, okay, well, you know, the day is is crazy enough as it is. I'll go ahead and feed them early. Forgot to tell the wife about it, though. And that was when the wife was at the office coming back in. And so then, uh, because I didn't mention it, I went off to go pick up the baby. And so then she got back and just assumed, oh, it's around that time anyway. And, of course, the dogs didn't object and got fed twice. So, so well, I got double food I, that I, day.
1: Um, when we lost Jazzy a couple of years ago... Mm Ornery was doing that on purpose. She was doing the whole little I-haven't-been-fed-yet dance that she usually does. She will tell you every day when her feeding times are. She will very much tell you. Mm -hmm. She knows them. She knows that about this time of day, you're supposed to feed me. When we lost Jazzy, she started trying to eat her feelings. So she would go around the house and actually... Pretend like she didn't get her food and like she was starving. She was getting all the different adults in the house to feed her at different times of the day when no one else was around. <laughs> and she got so fat. She, and she started getting fat from it. We're trying to figure out why she's getting so fat. And she got so fat we had to put her on a diet. She actually got to the point where she tried to run across the room and she tripped on. Because uh, Mau Cats have a little, what's kind of a belly bottle they call it, but it's kind of like a, fly a hatch that'll straighten out so they can glide better when they jump in the desert. Yeah. And it's just this little bit of belly that kind of jiggles. It's a loose skin flap. Well, mm-hmm. she got so fat that that flap pushed down and she tripped on it when she was running.
3: <laughs>
1: and it's flat and wrecked spectacular. And then just laid there and looked at her belly like, oh, what happened?
0: <laughs> oh, that's a fact. Meanwhile,
1: yeah, meanwhile, all of us were laughing our butts off. Oh, at yeah. Her. So that no we to keep a restricted diet because she just, she'll eat her feelings now ever since then
0: yeah uh laura had said when cats close their eyes it means that they're happy you could just tell right mm-hmm. it's just like oh absolutely leslie tarkin wanted to share that she has cats too twister and sabrina who are sisters there's some fun names there yeah little kitty cat um I love input it. latency I so much. To math. wow you've only been married around seven years yeah we uh actually yeah we would have actually no it's uh five We hit five this year because it was 2017. Yeah. So actually, yeah, this was, this was, it feels longer, but yeah, this was, this was year five this, this past January. So yeah, only five years. I'm a young, I'm definitely a young pup in that regard. Uh, Bruce. You've got ways to go to catch up with me here. Oh yeah. And Bruce is going to flex too. Uh, 21 years of marriage for me today. Good vibes. Yeah.
1: Bearing in mind how old again. I am, if I had 21 years, I would have been married before I was 18.
0: <laughs> <laughs> just so. uh, Orange hat, what's up? What's up, bro? What's up, man? We were talking about you. I say we're talking about you earlier I'll behind the things. scenes, but it was good. It was a good thing.
1: I was just talking about a friend you are.
0: Yeah. We were giving you mad props, bro. So I wanted to shout you out because this is a chosen stream. So the chosen are getting my attention. If you're wondering why, it's like, hey, why aren't my comments getting the attention like they normally do? Um, again, I, I apologize. And yet I don't apologize because it's all about the chosen today. And Me, speaking of that, I mean... uh, <laughs> uh, K-Man, Have you been watching some movies? What you been watching?
4: Uh, seen a few, uh, not as many as I had planned on, but yeah. Uh, I've seen at least three of them since the last stream.
0: Okay. What you've been seeing? Uh,
4: uh, Any Of them, but I guess I'll go down the list of the least liked to the most liked. Uh, from was uh, R- Witch Mountain, the 2009 version with Dwayne Johnson.
0: Oh, my goodness, <laughs> yeah, I was about to say, like, I was like, which one? Oh, the brand, the, the real new one that I only know through memes. Um, I could
1: have told you he said race to <laughs> because I don't get to and return from and all that original names.
0: Oh, okay, so, yeah, 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 that's a good point. Uh, yeah. yeah, well, aren't you just that much smarter than me in your knowledge yes. of Witch Mountain movies? Yes, <laughs> that is the correct. That is the correct answer. Yes. So, so what did you think about this race to Witch Mountain?
4: Yeah, it was It wasn't horrible. Uh, it had its moments in it. I still probably prefer okay. the original though.
1: I, I would agree with you. i watched yeah, the originals. I watched that one back when it came out, and I thought it's better than most remakes, but it's not great.
0: Mm. Which so is I, the... I, I, feel I feel like...
4: ...around to actually reading the novel, though.
0: Yeah. Wasn't there a Disney uh, live-action or a Disney Channel version of the story? Because there's Uh one that I remember where – because this is the one where it's, like, aliens and their twins, right? uh And then, like uh – because I remember – I don't think it was, like, the OG ones. I think it was a Disney Channel version because the one I remember, they put their hands together, and then there was, like, this light. And then there was, like, this sheriff, and then the sheriff found out that he also had a brother, and the brother was, like, a homeless person. And like had like lived his life as a homeless person because of how they were separated and everything. I feel like that was the case, but I could be wrong. Anyway, continue. I've been the
4: one that was. That might <laughs> have been the one that was made in the nineties because they did mm-hmm. have one during sometime during the nineties as well. But I never. Yes. Did see that?
0: It was definitely a nineties movie. So yeah that that would that would then be the one for sure. Okay, uh, how is Dwayne Johnson then, in the until film?
4: I was- well he's Dwayne Johnson
0: (laughs) yeah yeah I would say I
4: was back whenever he's
0: first he's got hair in it though that's all you know back in 2009 man very early very very early Dwayne Johnson film oh yeah you also had some other people, though. You had Carla Gugino in it. Gugino, if that's how you pronounce it. And uh, Kieran Hines, I, ve- very underrated actor. No one's... if You're like, oh, wait, I've seen this guy before. Like, even if, if you don't know who he is. But yeah, Kieran Hines, great, great actor. Interesting how they were able to get those... They were able to get Carla yeah. Gugino and then Kieran Hines in it. And then, oh, yeah. <laughs> and then also this uh, Anna yeah. Anna Sophia Robb. She, she was in the younger, younger film demographic for a long time. Um. Nice. So any other, any other thoughts about Race to Witch Mountain other than it was okay. It was fine. Oh, we lost him. That's I was like, wait a minute. Why isn't he answering? Oh, that's right. Because we, we lost him. There he is. He's back. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, I'm talking to nobody. <laughs> but uh, did you have any other thoughts about Race to Witch Mountain?
4: Yeah, I pretty much I uh, said it. It wasn't a bad movie for it being a remake, but I definitely, like I said, I definitely prefer to you go know, over it. Mm.
3: But-
1: i yeah. think out of the 90s to 2010 2012 era disney remakes i think one of the better remakes they did was when they had richie do that darn cat actually because mm. it well it was cra- definitely crazier more action than the original it actually had the spirit of the original you know
0: yeah mm. okay gotcha oh, stephanie b's leaving so stephanie b thank you for hanging out hope you have a good class Love you, girly. um and bruce with all the cat talk oh i gotta go feed the cats so have fun with that uh matt317 has joined us what's going on good sir we're talking Yay. with the man right now going through the films that he's watched so do you have any thoughts about race to Witch mountain from 2009 You're muted still, I believe. I think
4: that's pretty much it.
0: Cool. Now Matt's still muted. No no. K man I can hear you. I was talking to, to Matt three one seven.
1: Hey Matt.
2: One. Oh. Yes, that's quite right, one. There you go. I heard- hey matt uh no sorry i don't have any anything to add on to it no no
0: unfortunately. <laughs> all of that for nothing okay fine okay <laughs> what was the next film that you were able to see k man
4: uh going down the line uh the uh, 2000 movie with uh keanu reeves uh,
0: yeah i'd say it was a county kind of uh, football player Oh, not this one. This is yeah, no. 2000s Replacements.
1: Where is it? So it's The Replacement Replacements?
0: The Replacement Replacements. Let me try and find it first before putting it <laughs> up on the screen. So anyway, what what were your thoughts about The Replacements with Keanu?
4: It was one of those ones that uh, even though you knew it, it wasn't going to be like a top-tier type movie, it, it was still it, it was enjoyable. Uh, Okay. Basically, from what I understand, it's actually supposed to be loosely based around the 87 NFL strike that they had. Uh, Instead of the original Washington team, they changed the name to Washington Sentinels in, in the movie.
0: Interesting. Okay. And from, from my
4: understanding, mm-hmm. whenever I looked up information about it, is uh, apparently the uh, void between Reeves' character and uh, Brett Cullen's uh, character, apparently that was run similar with the few that Doug Williams and Josh Ronder had uh, whenever they were opposite the team, while well, playing on the same team, but Mm-hmm. One was, uh, one was, reason, one wasn't.
0: Okay. Yeah, Say so, yeah. I forgot that uh, Gene Hackman was was also in the film as as I guess the football coach. Um. So interesting. Yeah, it turns out also, by the way, that the film that I had uh, up the first time, I believe, was the correct film. I just saw this image here and was like, "Oh, what's this?" I, I figured that it would be Keanu on the, on the front image, but no. It said it's it's. Um. Was that Brooke Lang- Langton? Yeah, Brooke Langton. I don't really know her very well. So
4: Yeah, she, she played uh, she played his uh love interest in the movie.
0: Uh ah, his gotcha. woman. I mean. His woman. <laughs> wow Potter, man. Wow, okay. wow man. Go back to the classic game. Like it. It. Wow, John Favreau's in it. And also Reese Fonse. That's a pretty good cast right there. So, you liked it?
4: Yeah, pretty good. And uh, it Ah. was uh, one movie where they had, uh, at the end, it was one time that somebody actually did the David Bowie's heroes that actually run almost par with the original. And it's it's actually uh, performed by the Wallflowers.
0: Yeah. Nice. Very cool. Anyone else who's seen the replacements have any thoughts about the replacements?
2: Oh, but it's interesting.
0: Yeah. Definitely a film that I I I, I kind of want to go back into the earlier years of Keanu before he became this like standard person now where it's like, he's, he's in the very, he's in a very specific kind of movie now, I feel. Um, So exactly right. It's just like the, whoa, or the um, it's like, yeah, like even, even like the John wick, like standard that he has now is still very similar in various respects to, to a lot of the other roles that he's playing, but I kind of would like to see more of the earlier stuff because, you look to a film like this, and for me, I, I would look to a film like Point Break. You know, there's still, obviously there's still, you know, similarities because he's the same person. But it's also just interesting to see how he's changed and, and grown as an actor as well. So what else? Uh, so you said that you had one other film that you had seen?
4: I yeah, yeah, went back and uh, rewatched uh, Blazing Saddles
0: oh classic yeah that's one where i think all of us have seen that one. Oh yes
4: i will say one thing is that i i did not know that they had tried to make a tv series of it afterwards oh that, uh, they only made it through the
0: oh my goodness wow i <laughs> i'm i'm, I'm kind of happy that that they actually didn't you know that they were not actually able to to get that done because mm-hmm. something tells me that wouldn't be
2: actually, Odin, actually oh. Odin,
1: they did make a few episodes of it part of why it was so horrific and horrendous is because they actually did everything. They contracted it out to somebody else, and they basically left Mel Brooks out of the project.
3: Oh. And, and had a completely yeah.
1: different cast trying to play the same characters. And I actually never saw it, the attempted episodes, and they were really, like, ultra cringe bad.
0: Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. It's like they – it reminds me a bit of they did something like that many years after the original, but they did a 10 Things I Hate About You show. And so everyone in the show is oh is God. different, but it's the same characters. Yeah. And um, I mean, there were a couple of the actors that were in the show where I, I thought it was like, oh yeah, that's okay. But I, yeah, it just was not good. It's not good at all.
1: And, and I love that movie, honestly.
0: Oh yeah. Classic. That
1: goes in the yeah. ones that I have a little guilty pleasure for some of those teams. I love watching them torment each other, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And that's one of them. And the part of why I can like that one is because it was actually charming in a way, and because it had inspiration from classic literature and plays and all this stuff. And it they did all that, and mm-hmm. the, just stop making sure of every single movie or thing that's popular, please.
0: Yeah, can we do that. No. Even if even if you have the chance of doing it well, it's just not it's not worth doing. Well, but one thing I love about Blazing Saddles, it's actually a reference that. I'm sad. People don't tend to to pick up on it, but anytime that you know we talk about her a whole lot now. But anytime that the uh, person uh, she's the creator of Russian Doll and she's doing a Star Wars series, but Leslie Headland. Every time we, every time I say her name, I have to go Leslie
4: Headland
0: in honor of Headley Lamar. Hedley Lamar. Lamar. <laughs> it's
1: Headley. They, they ran a lot of the same joke that they did with Hedy Lamar, with the way they were mm-hmm. joking about count the money in History of the World, too. Mm, yes. Monet, you
0: know,
1: de Monet. <laughs> <laughs> they can count the money.
0: Uh, yeah. De Monet. I just love Mel Brooks' comedy. Lightning Saddle is definitely one of those classics, one of those ones that you – couldn't see made in today's world and if it was made in today's uh, world, it'd be very different and just not, okay, not anymore. Okay, true story when
1: my godson who, you know, remember the stuff I do with the church Inner City Black Church my godkids, very much part of that. Uh, my godson turned 18 and he was very quiet, shy boy and all that. I played Blazing Saddles for him when he turned 18 and for the first several minutes he looked like he couldn't figure out what to do. He laughed so much by the end of that movie and then went I don't know if I was to the most to find that's kind of funny, but I couldn't help laughing. <laughs> and it's like it's okay to laugh at the idiocy of the bigots of the past. Good because that was funny. <laughs> <It's>
3: like,
1: <laughs> but the first time, because he'd never we're very protective of them and anybody says slurs towards them we basically knock them out you know
3: Mm.
1: we don't put up with it we chase them away he never heard the casual use of joe with them like they used in that movie at the first time they did that he's like but it wasn't ready wasn't prepared the thing thing is that the point of that the point of how The point of the whole Huck Finn and all those, they use the slurs in a way to make fun of the people who use them. It wasn't about celebrating the slurs. It was about saying, look how bigoted these idiots who say this stuff are.
0: It's historical. It's meant also, especially with the the Huck Fins and stuff like that, it really is meant also to be a a historical accounting, you know? And that's why it's always amazing whenever you hear the stories about schools where they – are trying to get to either the books completely out or they're trying to get an edited version of the book. And it's like, I mean, again, if we're talking about a more modern story or something like that, okay, maybe you can talk about it. But if you're talking about a classic story, especially when you talk about, you know, whether it be, you know, Huck Finn or anything like that, it's like, no, no, no. Like th- those stories are important to read within the context of when they were written because, and also of the era in which they're dealing with, because Guess what? That's going to be a wake-up call to say, here's how things were, here's how bad things were, and then it helps us to look and say, hey, you might be told constantly by the media or by other people that things are just as bad. It's like, no. Like and these are these are it's and that's not, again probably why really they're not. trying to get rid of them because and, they don't want people to make the connection mm-hmm. that oh, things are still again can be bad for people because there's always going to be bad people. But in in regard to just, you know, in general, you know, clearly things have moved forward.
1: There's one side note to that, too, is what you're talking about. The schools that do this stuff are the same ones that are often pushing all these almost pornographic content books and stuff into the kids' libraries. These are the same schools that have no problem having anthologies of Maya Angelou. Has anyone here actually studied her poetry? And it's nothing against I have her. Not. <clears throat> Most of her writing deals with the fact that she grew up in a place where she was heavily abused, including sexually. Her writing deals with it quite a lot. Whether or not you like her or hate her writing style, if you're going to remove historical stuff because it has lore in it or stuff, you're leaving poems in that talk about in detail how she was assaulted and abused. There's not a concern. And yeah. I think that it's an important release and it's an important way for... Artists to express the things they go through, and I think it's important to write those things when you've been through. But I also believe in age appropriate content, and it shouldn't be being pushed to people who are young,
0: Mm -hmm. especially when they can't necessarily understand it, you know. Yeah,
1: and because honestly, I don't want most little kids to understand the stuff she was talking about that she went through as a child, Mm -hmm. I want them to know that side of the world if they don't have to,
0: yeah. So with, uh, uh, so K-Man with Blazing Saddles, um, is this, I'm assuming that this has been, you know, the whatever time, you know, who's counting any more time you've seen the film, like who has become like, is there a, someone who's like your favorite character or someone who maybe has like over time become someone that you appreciate more than, than what other people might say when they, when like they first are asked, like, who do you like most or who's your favorite character is like anything like that?
4: I think pretty much it's just dynamic between the uh, Gene Wilder and Cleavon Little. They mm-hmm. they just pretty much played off of each other real well. That that's the reason why whenever I uh, the so-called TV show, which they actually but on the Blu-ray that I had when I watched it, oh wow, it, they, it just wasn't the same chemistry between those two the two. Mm. Actors on there as there was with Lil Wilder. Mm
0: -hmm. Yeah, man. Uh, Well, I'm sure because I have blazing saddles. So I'm kind of wondering because I was in the earlier stages of when I was digitizing my library. So I was usually just specifically only, you know, taking the actual movie versus the special features. So part of me wonders if the version I have has that on there, though based on what i've heard i don't necessarily think i maybe want, want to even watch it to to see what they were trying to go with um uh, in, in any in any regard yeah,
4: i think it, i think they uh it's on the uh editions uh, that they had started putting the mm. pilot episodes on
0: mm. i gotcha yeah, even the poster would be very much seen as uh, offensive in today's world because, it's <laughs> Mel, I mean, it's it's think about it, it's, Mel, it's Mel Brooks we're, wearing a uh, Native American headdress and uh, he's he's Jewish, not Native. <laughs> can can, not can I
1: say something that'll be controversial? To Please, people on yeah. that part here. Okay, I do actually understand why there's some issue with people thinking the cultural appropriation. In regards to the headdress, not the clothing itself. Yeah. Because the feathers are earned as medals of honor. Mm-hmm. But I actually, because of that, I actually find it more offensive when actual natives wear one that has they haven't earned than people dressing as native or doing parts. Because mm. if you know better, if it's your culture, you're basically putting on medals of honor from the military that you didn't earn. Yeah. Whereas we're going, we thought this was beautiful in another culture. Let's do a little tribute to it. One's a lot more offensive than the other. Let's be honest. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I actually have more problem when it's people in the tribes wearing those, and they haven't actually been rewarded them through the tribe than I do other people wearing them.
0: Yeah. Yeah, I can absolutely understand that, and I didn't know. I actually didn't know that about uh, feathers being earned. It also makes you wonder because I uh, followed recently, you know, uh, the, the the Pope's visits to Canada and trying to apologize for. Things that the government was more responsible for than the church, but that's neither here nor there. Um, and I noticed that a lot of the people that he was talking with were one wearing, you know, the the Native American headdresses. At least for those up in Canada. So I kind of wonder now. It's like I wonder if those are earned by them.
1: Pretty universal with almost all tribes. There, okay. in fact, that's why the government in U.S. and Canada have exemptions handling eagles. Collecting eagle feathers and having them mm-hmm. is legal for natives, but not others. Because mm, eagles are okay. protected in both countries, the feathers are actually medals of honor. You do. Same reason why when I'm doing my eagle work, if I get a hold of the feathers, I send them to the tribe so they can use them for the ceremonies. Yeah. Because it is what? a sacred thing and it's yeah. a well honored thing. And there was a story a few years back, one of the they award them to anyone for great acts of bravery honor or courage and the chiefs were picked by the people who had committed the most acts of bravery and had earned the most standing within the military that came from and we had one a while back here where it was literally a five-year-old boy who trudged through the mountains to get help from somebody when the house was on fire and saved his mother who got one awarded from the tribe and his father was his uh, stepfather was native the boy was not but he was awarded it because he helped protect the native family and with honor and fought for his family as a five-year-old boy and so there's it's really significant it's really important to the tribes and it's not something they take lightly
0: mm-hmm. yeah i kind of wonder now as so, well yeah. because not, not just with those who were who he was like talking with But also, um, at one point, they awarded him a headdress. And so there's the image that's been floating around of the Pope wearing the native headdress. Yeah, that that Um, is not
1: supposed to be done. You're not supposed to give the headdresses out lightly like that. If they had said, well, you're trying to undo the damage of the past, we're going to award you a feather for that, it'd be one thing. Yeah. You don't just give a headdress. It's supposed to be earned feather by feather. Yeah. So So. that's... That I have a problem with. You can yeah. argue the lightheartedness because most people who do those, they don't know the traditions on it, and they don't use the feathers correctly. They use the correct feathers. So I try to, well, it's not eagle feathers. It's not as bad. But you're still trying to look like you earned that status. Yeah.
0: Does that well, make sense? Yeah, absolutely.
1: So, I Pope doing it, eh, because I think it's more the fault of the people that gave it to him,
3: yeah, so he doesn't know that culture. Yeah.
1: The fact that the Indian from village people was an actual native who ran around wearing another headdress, that I find offensive. Yeah.
0: That's yeah. the difference. That's why I'm, I'm actually intrigued to maybe look into to see exactly, you know, with that tribe specifically, uh, the one that he was having a lot of the meetings with, a lot of the conversations with about whether or not they... Uh, had had a similar stand again it seems like it would be universal it makes sense for it to have been universal um it but also was what wh- whether or not
1: universal, that just yeah. like in europe there were things that were generally done universally t- towards the military personnel in the different countries that all interacted with her it yeah. tended to be universal because it was a symbol of honor that other tribes could
0: even notice and respect yeah yeah absolutely so it's
1: one of those things i that's where i think because i don't think i think the argument that there's no such thing as cultural appropriation is wrong but most of that is bs Mm. uh, my my brother got annoyed now my brother Mm. is a half brother he's not native yeah he's very much not native. he and his wife went and were working this renaissance Mm. there and while they didn't technically put the signs up certifying native hand jewelry and stuff like that they were selling stuff claiming it was native art and everybody there was as white as hell he as he said i wouldn't have minded if they were saying native inspired or Mm -hmm. up but they were passing it off as tribal art and that bothered him
3: yeah yeah because they're
1: trying to take credit wasn't theirs that's where there's the legitimate argument is that stuff not whether people wear the clothes Stuff like that—that's petty stuff. It doesn't matter because we're all inspired by each other. We all learn from each other's cultures. That's how we develop and grow as a species and as a community.
3: Mm-hmm.
1: We yeah. respect each other's cultures. We should do what we can to wear, see, symbolize, and honor it. Yeah. Just don't try to claim it your own just because you like it. That's where it gets weird.
0: Yeah. Yeah, as a, yeah it that's to what exactly you, yes. what
1: it is. It is yeah, the tribal valor. equivalent of stolen mm-hmm. valor. They're wearing what they didn't earn that's a symbol of honor and usually reserved to military actions or incredible acts of bravery where somebody risked their lives.
0: Mm-hmm. That's
1: like wearing a presidential medal you didn't earn.
0: Yeah. And, yes, indeed, the uh, the meme-sounding stories about the Pope – uh, I would say might want to actually read the stories themselves, other than the the headlines, because some of them are probably true. Uh, but there are others where, you know, again, I think that the context of what actually happened in Canada is very much not the nuance of that story has been very, very much overblown in a lot of ways. So, you know, um, instead of apologizing for just the individual actions of individual represent- representatives of the church. It's basically been almost this this ploy, whether it's a ploy just by the government or whether it's the church and the you know the Canadian government working together or not um, to, to actually you know to make it this way of shifting basically almost all the blame or making it seem like that the only people at fault within this context of what happened is the church when in reality it was the government that passed the law that made it a crime to not go to school and then applied it to the native. Uh, Native members of of Canada, so therefore forcing them to go to school. And then, oh, who are the only people that are actually going to educate and be willing to educate the Natives? Oh, it was the Catholic Church, for the most part, other Christians too. Um, And so that is something where, again, they... are are saying, like, oh, the forcing of them to go to school and all the stuff that was leading up to that, that's all the church's fault. It's like, no, 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 that was the government stepping in and doing it. The church was just there to say, hey, we're going to offer this education. And, of course, just like with any body, right, there's going to be cases where people are going to do bad things, and that should be apologized for. Those things should be adjudicated. But this shift of trying to say, oh, it was the church's fault, it's like, no, it was the government's fault by forcing people to go to school, including... Uh, up to that point, people who had been immune from certain legislation, you know,
1: I, I can explain part of that even cause it happened in the U.S. too. It wasn't just Canada doing that stuff. Yeah, a the government was forcibly taking kids and sending them off to these schools and taking them from their parents. So there's no argument in it. Does that adjudicate yeah. or erase what the schools did? Does it remove the fact that a lot of them were abusive, were tormenting these kids, did cover up the things that were done, stuff like that? And of course, it doesn't. That, that can't be erased just because of another side's guilt, too. And it mm-hmm. wasn't just Catholic schools that did it either. And yeah. you and I both know, we do, I don't agree with you at all on Catholic stuff. We've always yeah. been open with that. Mm-hmm. I'm not a fan overall of the Catholic Church. I don't I'm blaming them for things that they didn't do either.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And I can disagree with the
0: church and not... And that's the thing, become right? the guess what, the enemy, if the church you know? has done something wrong or if an individual it's because that's the other thing, too, is like I'm more mm-hmm. specific of it's not the church, it's the individual members of said church. Right. Um, and that's why if, if guess what, if an individual's done something wrong, we will absolutely be on the same page there. Right. Because if an individual priest or an individual bishop or cardinal or even a group of bishops or cardinals do something wrong, like, like it, whether it be cover up or actual actions, guess what? I'm going to be right there with you, calling calling them out. You know, it, you know the whole way, or having th- having that discussion because I think that that deserves to be called out. Um, but yeah, it's similar thing where it's like if you blame someone, and I think uh, Laura brought up one of the things, for instance, that mm-hmm. has ca- kind of made the rounds, right, of how saying apparently there were unmarked graves based on shoes they found, but since they've been excavating uh, the was site, there's not more than that. There haven't a been bodies the found. Sh-
1: there were some.
0: Not a lot of the 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 story that was told in this again. I we might be talking about different Mm. stories too. But there was one story in in specific where they had certain basically ancillary evidence, Mm -hmm. and when they actually started to actually do the dig and excavation, they didn't find what was said that they would be finding. Basically,
1: no, not all the schools did it, and some of the schools they tried to say did it didn't, and there were some that they claimed they had the graves, but they never found evidence. There were some that where they found horrific stuff. There was. One situation with one of the schools, and it was not one. It was not even one of the Catholic ones. It was supposed to be one of the Protestant ones. Up there, where they found yeah. a lot of bodies that they actually shipped down here to bury in honor with the tribe they were taken from, and that happened to be one of the uh, Dakota Sioux tribe. And so mm. they actually brought the bodies down and buried them in the tribal cemetery after they found them, yeah. and did last right respects and stuff to them. Then, but. That was actually even a Protestant one. There, it was. It was both sides of the Christian movement in that era that did it. It yeah. wasn't just Catholics. Well, it was a time of the that era. Was sin, it was that was a sin of bigotry of the era. It really was.
0: But and, and that's why it's, it's also because it's like it wasn't even Catholic or Protestant only, right? It was even the the public <laughs> ones. Yeah, you know, it's just something where, as you said, it was like the bigotry of of that era that you you oftentimes, you know, mm-hmm. you, you look at and you see and that's why and that's why it's always interesting when you look back historically because people oftentimes will pick like one thing, like for instance they'll they'll pick certain homilies or maybe certain documents from maybe a Protestant minister or a Catholic minister and say, "Ah, this proves that, you know, Catholics or Protestants or whoever the group is, that they were racist or whatever." But then they fail to recognize that, yeah, but the vast majority of people that were standing up for marginalized groups, like as far as like overall numbers are concerned, that you had a lot more people who were supportive of marginalized groups than you had people who were against them, right? So it was the yeah, churches and, that, for instance, like like again going back he, to the education thing, the only people willing, most of the people who were willing to actually even offer education, at least in Canada in this specific instance, were the Christians, cool. right? Were the Christian <laughs> churches, you know? Oh, so it's there's a
1: context to that, and it's still going on in just system and in the um. And I forget the term for it in Canada, it's the same equivalent. Um it was the tracker system, and they do it here in the US and they've done it in Canada too, where they have the documents you fill out for medical treatment rigged. And by that I mean when my sister went through prenatal care, they had yeah. the questionnaire rigged so you could not say you're not drinking while you're pregnant, only claim so much. And they throw the documents out if you add anything in or say that or try to skip things. So they were literally trying to force women to say they're drinking while pregnant, even if they're not. Mm-hmm. They will use those documents later to take kids from parents without any other evidence of anything being done wrong. Then they would relocate them to the schools and boarding schools and stuff. This is, or adopt them out to somebody else more white. And this is. This unfortunately actually does still happen. Some it's not as common as it used to be, and it hasn't been common since the '70s. But it does still happen on occasion. And
3: yeah, it
1: it was very epidemic in the '70s. And with um, Brule, the artist I was posting stuff about the other day, the lead singer didn't even know he waited. They tried to pass him off as dark-skinned French-Mediterranean blend. Back when he grew up in canada and he was from lakota he's from the brulee he's from south dakota here he didn't know who he was racially until he was an adult and found his family and the parents that he was sent to they didn't know they knew that there's a lot of persecution of kids like him so they were afraid to tell him who he was and they were told that his parents had he had nowhere to go so they weren't the ones who committed a sin they weren't the ones doing Mm -hmm. wrong they were the ones. A lot of these cases, the parents who took the blame for taking this kid from someone else.
3: Yeah.
1: And so, what he's talking about is reunification through music. He's trying to tell everyone, "I love both sides of my family. We need to unite as racial groups and communities."
0: Yeah. And I think that's Absolutely. important. Absolutely. Yeah. And as uh, Impolaynzy put, stealing kids from parents is communistic and and satanic. Yeah. It's it's definitely evil. You know. Um, and that's, that's again, why I think all, all people from all spectrums, right, can can all come together on that. Um, and that hey, happens man, we lost through yeah. D- yeah.
1: That happens for child services to every race, too, where they take little nothings as a way to abuse the parents and take the kids, too. Mm-hmm. And they usually Absolutely. put them in a system in a foster home or an adoption that's worse than where they came from in the, to begin with. And mm-hmm. it's unfortunately really common still for that situation yeah. to occur.
0: Absolutely. And sorry, I'm
1: so yappy today.
0: That's okay. No, this, I like these, I like these discussions. No, I really do like these discussions. And also, I mean, you've had to leave the last few streams too. So it's like, it's like, I feel like, okay, we're, you know, you know, I I don't have a timer right for people, but I always like, I have a mental time where it's like, I want to make sure everyone gets as much time as, as they. Well,
1: and last time I talked to you, I was talking about the issues that were going on with Grand Gateway and civil rights issues in Mm -hmm. Rapid City, which, it's still a constant battle, and she's on video assaulting pros with cleaning products and chemical weapons now. Mm-hmm. I mean, and the media is still burying that story. They're still, if you hashtag it, if you say the hotel name and stuff, the tweets either completely disappear or they get buried and nobody can see them on their feeds and stuff. Nobody's hearing about this.
0: Yeah.
1: And it's, it's making me mad because for all this talk on both sides about we're in a better time racially we can support each other when we see actual race problems nobody seems to care what's happening here and this is actual like civil rights era civil war you know yeah and it's like just suppressed Mm
0: mm-hmm and that's why these, you know, alternate uh, social media platforms slash media platforms are just so important, because unfortunately, they're the only places you can really either share this information or even have discussions or, or have it covered. But uh, I want to get back to it because I know K-Man's been having some, some, Sorry some about, technical yeah. issues here. Yeah, no, 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 now. no problem. No problem. No problem at all. Uh, uh, but uh, K-Man, I put it in the chat, but I think it may have kicked you out before maybe you had a chance to see it. But how, how are you doing on time?
4: I'm good, uh, pretty much.
0: Okay,
4: I can stick around for a while.
0: Cool, cool, cool. You had one more movie, right? Just, was that the second? That was the second one, right?
4: Yeah, uh, that was pretty much all of them.
0: Okay, I thought so. Yes, yeah, Blazing Saddles replacements. Oh, and then Race to Witch Mountain. Okay, I forgot about Race to Witch Mountain. I guess sorry, not sorry. <laughs> if there's gonna be a, if there's gonna be a film for me to forget. <laughs> it's a a forgettable feel (laughs) okay
3: (laughs) it is really (laughs) well
0: i'm glad i'm glad to hear that was there anything else though that you had watched maybe um that you want or anything else that you had wanted to talk about
4: as far as watching goes that's pretty much it here lately
0: all right any projects and stuff that maybe you hadn't I know you had shared uh, about your podcast earlier and about, you know, where you are in your in your music as well. But was there anything else that maybe you hadn't mentioned that you wanted to bring up?
4: Pretty much most of my time, whenever, whenever I'm not, has just been mostly trying to get going and then working on the book and all.
0: Nice. Very cool. Well, with a podcast, especially if you need any advice about services recording, I mean, I'm sure you have all I mean, I'm speaking this way. It's like you're a musician, you you know, more than I do, probably when it comes to, to, to audio stuff. But if you do have any uh, like questions about audio software or editing or uh, microphones for, for podcasting, just let me know and uh, would love to be able to, to offer any assistance that I possibly can. But as I said, you, you probably all... are much more of an expert than I, <laughs> having your music background. <laughs> right, uh, I'm always up
4: for new stuff because uh, there's stuff that I don't know. That after... uh, I'm always up mm-hmm. for somebody to give any type of advice or not. And as far as, like, stuff yeah. like that goes, if anybody wants to suggest any topics or anything for future, I guess just let me know and I'll talk about that on there as well.
0: Yeah. Yeah, I just put in the command in the chat to, to bring up the website. Uh, so you can follow K-Man at XTheBoundaries.co. And uh, by the way, uh, Matt, since you were since you were uh, a little later er, into the discussion, I think I had mentioned it in the chat, but I, maybe I didn't. But I have created hotkeys basically, or not hotkeys, commands. So if at any point you or anyone wants to bring up their channel uh, for 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 you, mm-hmm. it would be exclamation point Matt three one seven, and then it'll post up your Twitch link. Um, oh, okay. And then and then for K Man, it brings up X the boundaries. For Rosetta, it brings up your YouTube channel. Um, and so yeah. If you want to do that throughout, you you can. I think everyone has access to it. If anyone gets crazy, if it ever gets crazy where people are just doing it nonstop, then I might have to be like, okay, I'm going to put some cool down, you know, a co- I put, a, put a cool down time on it. But I think I, I, I trust y'all. Y'all are my chosen. Y'all y'all are my peeps. So I've been trying to, as as people have been talking, uh, do that so that way people know, oh, here's how I can support the person that's talking right now. Um, but yeah. Okay, man. Thank you for 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 sharing if there's anything else that you think of as we go through the rest of 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 the show you just you just let us know
4: uh, definitely
0: yeah absolutely um so before before going to matt uh matt h- how's your time you're you're good for the rest of the show you think now now you've so you've you muted yourself and and forgot to unmute oh yes there it is there <laughs> Again, it's the chosen stream. It's the cho- chosen streams are. All, we're just. We're always about the technical issues here. Uh. So. So how's your timing? You could say for the whole show, for the rest of the show.
2: Um, uh, maybe. So i us still have. A, let's see. Probably a, for another hour or maybe another <laughs> half hour. Some things I need to take care of for the rest of the day. But.
0: Okay, gotcha, gotcha. And so then Rosetta, because I like to know people's time. So Rosetta, how's your time looking? I know that you're off camera, so I figure you might be dealing with something, but maybe you can answer.
1: What's just doing with my niece real quick. Um, I'm yeah doing okay. They've got him watching a movie. So if Matt wants to do his okay. stuff with you real quick, I'll finish okay. up when
0: he's done. Cool. Right, Sounds good. Yeah. So Matt, what's going on, brother? What's been uh, what's been up since the last time you were on uh- you? came on a little late last time so you didn't give as much I didn't get you didn't get to have as much time as I wish I could have given you so so go ahead and and uh, share the things that you've been you've been watching or anything that you want to talk about
2: All right well as far as stuff I've been watching uh been continuing watching all the James Bond movies on Amazon Yeah that's right that's right already passed through 70s Bond and starting into 80s Still with Roger Moore and mm-hmm. can't decide whether my favorite Roger Moore movie has to be, which, uh, there's a lot of them, yeah. but I think, uh, a spy who loved me and also for your eyes only so far seem to be as yeah. well as, uh, a lot of a lot of the others had some really good moments as well, as mm-hmm. far as Roger Moore's tenure goes. Yeah. Absolutely. Like uh, uh What's your favorite Roger Moore?
0: Yeah, it's interesting for me because <laughs> the movie that has the worst name, right? Like the this like you like you you're really just like, oh boy, it's this one. This is the one that to me has, I think, one of the it's interesting because my because I watched I watched all of these actually from the beginning with my wife. And so we watched this one and we were kind of dreading this one a bit only because of the name, right? Octopussy. It's just like, oh boy, all right, yeah. there it is. Um, and yet it ended up being one of at least my, one of my more favorite of not just all of the Bonds, but a specifically of, of his era because it actually ends up showing a much more mature Bond in right. various
2: ways. I, oh yeah, I kind of- Got the same with, uh, For Your Eyes Only as well.
3: Mm Mm-hmm.
2: Yeah, let's pull up. just, uh, even, even the other Roger Moore movies, here or there, I kind of had, like, moments that I really liked. Yeah. Like, they were silly, but I liked them. Oh, yeah. Like, even Moonraker.
0: Yeah, Moonraker was one, I, I wanted it to, I wanted it to be better than it was, because, did you ever play the, uh, did you ever play the N64 system? Yes. So, because I, I think
2: we're similar. I think we're similar age. The bonus, uh, bonus levels at the, after you beat the game on yeah. certain difficulties were essentially Moonraker.
0: Yeah, uh, yeah, level. yeah. And so the only reason why I bring it up is because did oh. you, you, you played James Bond, GoldenEye. Yes. Yeah, I mean one of my favorite games of all time especially S64 games but my one of my favorite weapons when you would use the cheat codes and get access to all the weapons was the moonraker laser um and so i oh, yes. went i went into the movie thinking oh moonraker laser that was awesome and then i saw the movie and i was like okay other than the connections between this and uh austin powers i wasn't i didn't get too much
2: from it <laughs> oh yeah i like how they introduced the laser like yeah, yeah it was a monastery and it was like q q branch was testing it out mm-hmm. and you had some guy dressed up as a monk like uh, using it to fry a fry dummy <laughs> <laughs> uh <laughs> there's a sim- similar uh, catholic themed scene happens in for I- for your eyes only where uh, oh, what happened that he meets with uh he meets with q at like a and like a, and like a like a Greek like Catholic church, and like he goes oh, to professional. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. Bless me right. father, for I've sinned. oh 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 behave or something, oh something like that. Oh behave. WF7. Oh okay, yeah. And then Q takes off his beard on the <laughs> other side of the screen.
0: Oh <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, because I've only seen. You know, my wife and I—we started from the very beginning. We watched them, so I've only seen a, most of these movies only one time. So that's yes, why it, that's that's why it's like it's harder for me to remember some of the things from the early ones because, like GoldenEye, I've seen multiple times because that was that was the bond that that we grew up with, right? That yes. was the one that we were able to see in theaters because it was coming out in the nineties. Um, but interestingly enough, uh, so you are currently still in the Roger Moore era, right? Yes, Octopussy okay. is next. Okay, all right. So is this and this is, is this going to be the first time you had seen it? Or are you doing this
2: like a, as a rewatch? Maybe I can't remember if I watched it on TV back in the day. Okay, so it might be fresh. Okay, a lot of these I remember watching back on uh, Spike TV back oh, when they yeah, had yeah. the uh,
0: the marathons, fond,
2: uh, Thanksgiving marathons. That's right.
0: Oh yeah, that's right. I remember that man. Spike TV back when that was a thing. Um, yes. Yeah. Yeah. Because um. Again, I, I my memory might not serve me, so I'm sure that there, I know we got some people who who love Bond in the chat. Um, mm-hmm. you know, Bruce, I'm not I'm not going to judge you for the way you worded it, but for the firstly, uh, Laura had said, "For your eyes only" is an excellent song. Yes, yes, and oh, that absolutely. was the other thing too. Yeah, not a lot, not a lot of the songs I was too crazy about, but yeah, for for your eyes only was pretty good. Mm-hmm. Um, but I wanted to point out here because uh, Bruce is like, I love Octopussy. Okay, okay, Bruce, calm down all right calm down bruce all right um and uh but he might know because I, as i mentioned I, I think it features a much more mature or at least one of the most mature versions of bond that i remember seeing i think octopus is the one where there's actually like is that the one that has an ice skater like a young ice skater oh who, yeah
2: four years yeah eyes only oh is that your eyes only at him
0: okay 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 so that's the one that's down. the one okay yes so that's the one that I was thinking of then, for your eyes only, because that was yeah. the one where it's like, okay, because you know, basically, it's this era where he becomes a little bit more of a like a little bit more of a mature Bond, because yeah,
2: the fact that he turned down somebody, you're
0: like, oh man, yes,
2: this is- he's also uh, at the very beginning, he's uh, like visiting his wife's uh, great grave, the one he married. That's in, right. Uh, Her Majesty's, in honor, Majesty Secret Service.
0: Yes. The fact that they are actually uh that they do reference it with with a new bond is also when we're like, oh okay, so
2: that is indeed canon. Yes. Of course, uh it also leads into some kind of forgettable like, oh I guess Blofeld's still alive. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. I'd have to watch any upco- other upcoming all the other bonds to see if Blofeld makes a return. Like they don't show his face, but it's heavily implied.
0: Yeah. Oh my goodness, that's right.
2: <laughs>
0: oh my god. So I guess out of the ones that you've so so you're about to do Octopussy, and then it's it is interesting because they. Um, oh, is this the one where?
2: It's not part of the top, like the uh, part of the main films. It's okay more of a parody. I think.
0: Or no, cuz this has Max vons. The, yeah, this has Yes. Max von Sido as as Blowfeld. So No, cuz yeah, I guess yeah, he did come back, right? He did come back for one.
2: Yes. And but so to pay
0: yeah, that's Oh, Yeah, the hair. Oh, that's right. Oh my goodness, that's right. It's so obvious. But uh, what's yeah? Because uh, I guess cause this is a letterbox list, so I'm assuming this person is going by the actual like canon stories. Because yes. what's the name? What's the name of the movie? Casino
2: Royale, and that's not really okay. Part of the ma- made Bond films either. Is that so? Is Casino Royale?
0: Is that the the, the old one? Sh- that's the one that he made on his own, right? Right. Okay. Yeah, I was trying to remember whether or not that was yes, yeah, so that was interesting th- th- like him coming back as as Bond. <laughs> it was like okay, that's interesting. <laughs> um, but yeah, personally, this is just me. Um, you know, I- I'll be interested to hear your own thoughts You're about kill.
2: It. starring um, the girl from uh, *Corran to Destroyer*.
0: Oh, oh yeah, I mean that's um, Grace Jones. Yes, and the only knowledge of Grace Jones I had had up until this movie. Um, the only knowledge of the character I had, had was actually from Pee-wee's Christmas special, <laughs> where she gets mailed in a box to Pee-wee's playhouse <laughs> and then decides to sing a song. And it's uh, it's entertaining, <laughs> to say the least, because she's oh, a I bizarre. It, right? She's a weird cat. She's a weird cat, to say the least. Yes. Not a real cat, but a, <laughs> but a weird cat. Ow. <laughs> but I was going to say is that I'm actually interested to hear since right now, the only ones you've seen are, or like, as far as the bonds are concerned is the Sean Connery and the, and the
2: Roger Moore. Yeah. Um, as far after, as uh, like watching them all, like all in unison.
0: Yeah. And like, which bond do you got? Cause I actually, I personally like the Timothy Dalton bond. That that's oh, the yeah. one I get drawn to
2: living daylights. Mm hmm. That that one I kind of vaguely remember too. Yeah, love the theme song. Yeah, I just not like his Bond the movie, but I love the theme song mm-hmm. by Aha.
0: Hmm. Yeah, yeah. When I say that I like the Bond or like I like his his era, it's not necessarily to say that I think that they're the best of the movies. It's right. more so I I like his version of Bond, and I wish he had he had had more time.
2: Oh yes, and uh. Let's see. They also, uh, favorite, favorite, I'd already listed uh, favorite Roger Moore, mm-hmm. at least so far. What, what's your favorite Connery?
0: Oh, man, for the Connery stuff, the, I will, I'll be honest, the Connery stuff was actually a little, I, I was not, I know a lot of people are like, it's Connery, Connery is the Bond, right? He's the definitive Bond, and I can understand that for sure. I mean, because he, he in many ways does embody it. But um, I think the one, I I wouldn't say it's my favorite like total film, but Thunderball, I yes. appreciate because the I never thought back, especially in the 1960s, that I would see that well choreographed of an underwater scuba fight scene. Oh, yes. <laughs> so oh, I, I appreciate the, they, the film they, for that. Uh,
2: Also, uh, for a uh, as far as aviation history goes, I like how uh, the main plot involved stealing nukes from an Avro Vulcan, <laughs> and so I, and so they had even had the uh, main impersonator guy who uh, kills the rest of the crew, but even when he lands the plane, the rest of the uh, Spectre agents still kill him too.
0: Mm. <laughs> uh, as the r says that he likes dalton as an actor but not a fan of his oh again i i just I, I i like his films i don't think that necessarily that they're the best as i said i just appreciate them as as him as his version of of bond specifically um but uh but yeah so it's yeah a lot of people are, are talking here about it but uh rosetta not a not a bond fan not oh. a fun any any particular reason why uh it's just not, it's not, not my
1: style at all it yeah, just never okay. appealed to me mm. and the thing is I do like sective and spice stuff but it has to be the right style and it's just not me all
2: mm. right that's fine hey I, I can respect
1: nothing that. against it it's fine for what it is a thing for a lot of fans it's just not my style
2: yeah all right
0: yeah and again i as I said I can respect that it's like when people go after me for you know liking the first six. Fast and Furious movies you know it's not for everybody it's not everybody's Ew. thing I mean just the first six All right, just the first six <laughs> 7 has a great song like it's got one really good song but uh, the movie is not 7 is not very good
1: oh, yes, I actually like a lot of Vin Diesel stuff but I never like Fast and Furious
0: <laughs> I guess so. it's, not a, yeah, it's not about family for you then Family. It's not about family. No, that part's
1: <laughs> just corny. As all get out.
0: I'm sorry. <laughs> I know that's like the only thing. That's the only thing about you... seven.
2: Oh, 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 oh! I see. Are you?
0: <laughs> oh no.
2: Oh yeah. The yeah. Uh, I guess the farewell song that mm-hmm. turned into a massive hit.
0: Yes, and that's that a good, It's a good song. It's just the moment is not as good because. They're saying goodbye to the character when the character's still alive. And that's just like in in the film, like they, they don't they don't kill the character off in the film. Yes. But they're saying goodbye to him. And it's like so confusing. It's like they should have ended the film like they did. And then when they transition into the whole rose going the different ways, they should have had it be instead of it clips from the movies, it should have just been clips from his real life. You know, oh. and then and then have it be a tribute to like an actual goodbye to like the actual, you know, actually Paul Walker. I think that would have been a better way to handle it personally, but that's me.
2: Oh,
0: yeah. oh see, I guess uh...
1: they mentioned pitch black, and I like parts of that, but I can't watch most of the movie because it uses flashing. Oh,
2: because the visuals, yeah. Oh, that's you right. mean Riddick? Like that, yeah. black. Black No, pitch yeah, black also yeah, yeah. does a lot of it. Yeah. yeah. Oh, okay. Oh, wait, no. Oh, I see. They both yeah, do it. Yeah. So, and yeah.
1: That, that's the thing is, I have i have this careful guard where i have to have things pre-watched by people and let me know if i can actually watch it so there's things i can't watch i love the actors i can't watch
0: that's actually something i I was gonna is there a guide that exists like or a website dedicated to letting like because you know how they have like the parent guides on a lot of sites to let people know about language and stuff i wonder is there a site also or some not some place that, dedicated to telling people who are who are visually, um, you know, visually stimulated by by certain things, or who who have like you know seizures or anything like like, is there a site there dedicated should, to
1: that? I'm sure there is somewhere. I don't know it. The problem yeah. is, that I I'm not a big fan of all these trigger warnings, but there's a legitimacy to put a seizure warning on movies and concerts if you're going to have strokes. I mean, that's not a big yeah. stretch to ask for. Because mm-hmm. unfortunately, if you don't, there's no way for people with all these light sensitivities uh, seizures and stuff to know if they can see things in the opening weeks because it takes forever to find out from people and, and that's it's medical dangerous if you do yeah, exactly. and that's actual medical
0: that's the only trigger warning that I'm that that I'm personally like, okay, I think that to me if that's the trigger warning you have, I support that right is when it's a medical mm-hmm. one, you know where it's not about the content, right? We apologize or trigger warning, right? This this is something from a different time and era. It's like that stuff is, no, I think most of us will agree that you can just leave that behind. It's, no, no, if it's a medical, right? Again, things like strobe effects where people can literally be brought into seizures because of it, that stuff should absolutely be.
1: What happened with Incredibles too? anybody, because they didn't want to reveal the plot ahead of time. And that's what mm. they said their excuse was. They didn't tell anybody until after the movie had been out for a couple weeks. By that point, and that's not going to spoil the movie. Several, it wouldn't, uh, and they actually hospitalized several kids, well, besides the fact that, you know, A, you know, you're know you doing a movie that's supposed to be all about if you're different, you're special, you're accepted, from a company that claims to be all about tolerance, and you're sticking strobes in it and making it unwatchable to millions of children. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, 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 um What?
0: Yes. It's completely It didn't make sense. Yeah. It was,
1: it was, and the thing on the effect, and had him mm-hmm. using hypnosis and stuff like that, without actually strobing.
2: There's
1: yeah. all kinds of ways to do that without strobing that have been used in entertainment aids.
0: Yes. Agreed. Though that's I think, problem, you know, problem, very it is a very serious subject matter, but I think mm-hmm. that one of the interesting things about Asgard is is that we're always we're always able to kind of also bring in like some some of the lightheartedness of it and Nono Mas wants to be very clear all right he says and I quote sorry I need to know if there are going to be white people in a film before I watch it yes (laughs) yes I think all of us can agree with that there needs to be a trigger warning before every movie about not just that there will be white people, but how many white people will be in the movie. Are
1: these white people gonna try to dance or jump? Because you know white men can't jump.
0: <laughs> <laughs> a fun Sorry, fact about me to. fun fact about me. Well one, it's also the name of a movie, right? White men can't jump, it's the name of a movie, right? But also, um, I, I've you know, I've won my my share of of, of awards throughout my life. Not not boasting. But just a statement of fact um and one of the awards that i'm most proud of though was when i was doing boy scouts and we did a uh we did it was uh the you know the typical boy scout summer camp that you know anyone who's done scouting you know yeah, you do it over mm-hmm. the summer for getting a lot of uh you know we get a lot of our badges we get a lot of our badges that way oh yes we don't need no stinking patches um true beverly hills for anyone who hasn't seen a great film um i know but, uh,
1: um have you actually <laughs> seen the uncut version of that movie definitely never should have been panned as a kid's movie
0: no it's definitely it's not a kid's movie it is not they, a kid's they movie played it
1: up as this kid's movie and they put it on all these tv channels and you can figure out why yeah. se- several of the scenes seem kind of weird and jumpy i mean they have one point where one of the preteen girls is helping her mother write smut novels
0: yep yep there's actually quite a bit of
1: swearing in that book in that movie yes
0: absolutely um but one of the things that our troop did was after after the the camp right after our time there we would do like this random award ceremony basically and since we had done sports at the at the camp and everything the award that i won was the and again there's no way that the troop leader would have ever done this in 2022 but i got the white men can't jump award because one of the because one of the things that we had to do required like jumping or something, and uh, I didn't do as well as some of the others did, so I got the white man can't jump award. I and have that, that credit what, to my it, name.
1: And shorty's comment there, sweet Laura, that's what everybody told me. And the thing is, I loved Incredibles. I waited for them to make a next movie. It mm. was one of the ones I absolutely really enjoyed, and. I was so pissed when I found out what they did. And my husband was so relieved he didn't try to take me to it in the first week. You know? Mm-hmm. But I was like, why? You, okay, yeah. you want that he's hypnotizing people with flashing. You could have done spirals. You could have done color changing so you not have to flash as fast and solve the effect. There's all kinds of things you could do. So it wouldn't trip that, but it would still have the effect for the movie.
0: Absolutely. Yes, Laura, it is a medal for Odin. For
2: (laughs) man, white men
1: can't jump,
0: and you should put that in a frame. Yeah, so the award itself, I, I, I I believe. (laughs) I believe that it is at my parents' house in in New Orleans. So I need, I would need to find it. But yeah, that would be a fun, a fun thing to have as like a framed, like one of my great life achievements: the white man can't jump award. Um. <laughs> but uh anyway so so matt were any other films from the james bond era that you were wanting to talk about or not at the moment
2: i have okay. to watch more
0: yeah and well, uh, let me know your thoughts about about octopush even though it's not sean connery <laughs> i mean you know because i i thought it was All actually right. a lot better better than the name would have implied it to be
2: i like Moonraker more than i thought i would yeah even now, though I knew it was the movie that got rushed yeah. out,
0: yeah, because of
2: Star Wars. Did
0: you it like shows. it as a movie, like as a specific movie, or do you think? Because have you seen the Awesome Powers films, right? Yes. Do you think you liked it more because of the Awesome Powers connection? Not really. Okay. I mean,
2: yeah. that really. I mean, I saw some of the connection, but it wasn't because of it.
0: Okay. All right. See, that's that's why I, I I as I said I don't like the film as much as a film, but I enjoy it for those connections so yeah like it as a actually actual film itself Definitely has a lot of fun to be had in it for sure
2: oh yeah and then also uh jaws but find, like finding a girl
0: oh with, that's right he pails. finds a, that's right that is the film then where jaws, jaws finds love yes jaws finds love
2: well, here's the two of us
0: <laughs> i forgot i forgot all about that oh man was there uh, anything else that you've been uh watching or wanted to talk about
2: uh i guess uh not much other than i mean not really watching per se
0: mm. well how do you not watch a, how do you not watch per se i feel like you either watch well, I mean, it or no. you
2: don't let go I mean, well, I could bring up some comic book stuff.
0: Yeah, if there's something that you've been wanting to talk about, you go right ahead, good sir.
2: Oh, yeah, sure. I've actually, uh, for starters, been kind of going back and forth lately, going to conventions. Yeah, that's right. That's right. Both uh, locally and just last weekend, I was up in, like, just in between, like, Austin and Waco for Hmm. Bell County Comic Con.
0: Okay, so you didn't go to the uh, Anime Montessori in Houston? No,
2: nah, vor- fortunately. I mean, I'd probably, probably go again next year for like a brief day trip. But yeah. I was already kind of... I just got off of one convention and kind of wanted to rest. Oh, for sure. I totally get that. <laughs> Plus, uh, I also had family mm. up near Bell County, Comic-Con, so... Okay. How was the Comic-Con? Oh, it's very nice. Good. Like, uh... Not as big as Dallas Fan Expo was, and that's probably yeah. a good thing.
0: Oh, yeah. What was the but, name of this
2: con again? Oh, Bell County. Bell County Comic-Con. Comic-Con. Yeah. And, uh, I was pretty much there to see, uh... both family, but also see the guy... Go- some, uh, specific, like, comic book writers and artists for for uh, Iconic Comics. Okay. Oh, yeah. Ray Park was there. Oh,
0: nice. 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 Nice.
2: Oh, yeah. though. Like, to be honest, I wasn't really interested in the in like the guests per se, but mm-hmm. maybe the artists. Okay. Like the comic book artists specifically and writers.
0: Yeah, I was trying to see. Because uh, some of the other... I've been looking at other cons because there actually was one up in Knoxville last weekend... Um, that I was I was looking to see if any of the crew was gonna try to go to that one, but no one did. Um, okay, But it's good to know about in the future because um, it's you know how you have the the megacon is itself like an actual brand. Um, this one it's like it's like fanboy, I think is the name of the brand. and so fanboy actually has cons across. There's one in September down in I believe the Orlando area. So um, but yeah, I was I'm, so I'm used to them listing it. Sometimes they have the artists listed specifically elsewhere. Um, I like some wrestlers. I know wrestlers. Oh yeah, let me. JBL and Mickey James. Okay, I know them.
2: Oh yeah, though. Uh, like specifically. Oh uh, yeah, oh here's the artist. Oh yeah, the guest artists. Dave Dorman, Timothy Lim. Okay, Matt Weldon. And uh, which one were you most excited was for? Show was uh, like if you. Bro- Remember, Dave. If you know Dave Dorman, you probably recognize his artwork for, from like countless, like oh. Star Wars, like comics.
0: Did he do cover art for for Star Wars too? Yes, like for the novels. Okay, because let say that comics I, especially. Okay, because I I've never actually gone into the the comics before. Um, as I've always mentioned, I'm not much of a I'm not as much of a comics person. But that looks very familiar because I have gone into the novels, and so that looks very familiar as as novel. Uh, cover art so oh yeah okay
2: nice real nice nice man like in his mid 60s now and like uh had a whole bunch of old like dark horse issues from the side and he was happy to do do so yeah picked up some of his uh original art for the convention as well nice and uh what i was really getting at was that the reason I found out about him was because he does really great covers for the iconic comics guys, including a little, uh, especially a particular series called Soul Finder.
0: Okay. Oh, let me uh, let me go ahead and uh, get that down so that I can full
2: screen you. There we go. All right. Ooh. Oh, That's yeah. Pretty. Soul Finder, Demon's Match. Okay. Great comic. Like involves like a like a veteran turned priest turned like exorcist who essentially it stars a group of priests who have like combat experience. Oh wow! Who use that experience to help to essentially help fight demons as exorcists Mm -hmm. for the church. Oh, that's awesome! And that's just the first issue as well as the second one with a cover also done by Dave Dorman. Oh, nice. And then very recently, most recent issue was uh, this one, Infinite Sent*, also signed by oh, all the wow. people involved, Doug yeah. Ernst, Bill Williams, Matt Wilden, has a cover by Alejandro Mirabal, another great artist, but there's uh, another alternative covers with uh, d- Dave Dorman as well. Okay. And no, you're d- not much of a comics guy yourself, but yeah, that concept sounds very intriguing to me, though. Oh yes, it's orthodox as well. Ah, oh.
0: so don't worry. The uh, <laughs> I say this with no disrespect to the Orthodox Church, but you mean no, the no, good Orthodox like like I mean, orthodox is you mean Orthodoxy. the you mean the good Orthodox. Herodic. You mean the good Orthodox? Yes. <laughs> that's why I said it. By no disrespect to the actual Orthodox people who might be didn't watching. I
1: will say that.
2: <laughs> Don't oh, make me go no. into
1: no, my no,
2: views no. on a lot of Catholicism <laughs> again. Come on. Oh, no. That's, a, that's all right. It's meant, uh, I meant that. Like he did all this research. Oh, knew saying that would get me to
1: give them. him scrap. He knew that.
2: Yes. He's yes. smiling well,
1: from ear to ear as I, I make these comments.
0: I actually, well, yes, that is true. But actually, the, the previous smiley was actually more so just because of the, um it's, it's basically like, you know, if anyone's ever watched Friday Night Tights, uh, there's a lot of stuff said on Friday Night Tights, a lot of stuff inappropriately said. Um, but one that I know, uh, <laughs> so I know Laura in the chat, because Laura watches Friday Night Tights, you know, from time to time as well. But there was an expression we brought up at one point that I just found it was interesting, right? It was like, basically like, Oh yeah, you know, not not like the current you know gay stuff, like the good gay, right? The the good time, right? So it's like it's kind of like so it's like no no not orthodox like the orthodox, right? It's the good orthodox, right? And so that's that that that's where my mind was at that point.
2: Well, that so. was essentially it's not like uh, liturgical dance. Yeah yeah yeah. yeah. And uh, no, no, it's not novice I'm, I'm, I'm just
1: going to give Odin crap. You're fine.
2: Yeah. All right. Then. Well, yeah. So. Well, it's a good good story with uh, like sound theology behind it and yeah 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 definitely worth checking out cool Doug Doug Ernst and uh, like uh, Matt Wil- Matt Wilden and Lim were all really good and yeah just I'd bring that up yeah as well as a bunch of other comics they do too but I would feel like talking endlessly about it but I just wanted to put that yeah, out yeah
0: absolutely absolutely and uh k-man's gonna slip out quietly uh he's gonna try to slip out quietly um i was, if, if, little there little was a, if there was a if there was a little moment little. where i could slip in uh and uh, i was going to but k-man thank you for being here man and uh hope everything is okay glad here it's nothing bad um but uh thanks for for showing up man
4: yeah it's just more or less about asking me for some advice so uh yeah, yeah I, I, I just didn't want to interrupt y'all's conversation so yeah. all right
0: I appreciate that, man. K-Man, and yeah, you just have a great uh, night. You. you too. Thank you. Yeah, and I also for anyone no. who wants to follow the K man, support K man. I just put in the command on on uh, on the chat, which is working. You can follow the K man X the The link right there. So K man, you have a good <laughs> one. Thanks for being here.
3: <laughs> mm-hmm. I, I like Laura's
1: comment in chat, by the way.
0: Oh yes, I was gonna. I was gonna pull it up. Let's see where did it go there it is yeah i prefer greek orthodox better festivals (laughs) well they they've got the food right they've they've definitely got the the food in many many ways uh and uh that is true laura that is very true as well everything was a little gay in the 80s for instance, wham. I mean, I got yeah. You for you. <laughs> Absolutely, Father Luke is in the chat. What's going on, Father? Hello, welcome, welcome, welcome. Uh, all right, so okay. Susan-
1: I'll be nice enough to lay off of my Catholic jokes at you now. Oh, I'll be nice. Oh, is there, is there was
0: was there something going on? Did I miss something in the chat?
1: No, because you said Father Luca's here, so I'm gonna be nice to him and not give you oh, crap. Was okay, giving okay.
0: Home. So I'll lay off oh, okay, those
1: jokes
0: yes. now that he's here to be nice. Yes. Be nice to be nice to Father Luca. Be nice to Father Luca. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, but... I
1: like him. I mean just can't think you crap.
0: <laughs> <laughs> you like him, you don't like me. I see how it is. I see how it goes. Um but Yeah, I got
4: uh, So give crap. so
0: Matt <laughs> So Matt, you saw some movies, you were able to go to a Comic Con, very exciting, and then meet some oh, the artists. Oh yeah, and yeah. So what was the other one you got to go to? Oh,
2: Corpus Christi Comic Con. That Corpus was Christi. like locally.
0: Okay, yeah, yeah, that's right.
2: That and, was like uh, late July. Seems like old news now, but that was yeah. the other convention I went to.
0: Okay, I don't know if we, I don't know if we ever
2: got to, to talk about that one. So no, that's fine. That's far. I mean, it's good. Good, but uh, didn't want to keep up. Just wanted, figured you want to still keep the subject on like, on like movies and stuff. I mean,
0: no. I mean, as I said, you know, for the chosen streams, it's really anything that the chosen want to 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 speak about. Um, so that's why we were earlier, me and Rosetta, we were talking about um, the events up in in Canada with with the Pope, but it was actually from a broader conversation just about um, about Native American culture. So really, it's like, yeah, if there's anything that you wanted to talk about, so if there was something from the from the Corpus Christi Comic Con that you maybe wanted to talk about more than welcome to
2: uh not much other than i just helped out with the i got with some friends didn't really see any of the guests mm-hmm. i just uh was kind of tied on my money at the time and mm-hmm. mostly kind of looked at some art and picked up some back issues there okay and then helped out with the local star trek group we have that USS Jonas hmm
3: as
2: like our like Star Trek group tra- chapter. Oh, nice! Mm-hmm. And what do y- what do y'all do? Oh, just up uh, it's like a monthly group that kind of talks about themes and Star Trek and other kinds of sci fi fantasy. Nice,
0: very nice. And and, so it's uh, something that you just you. Uh, you just, like, you know meet in person and talk about?
2: Stuff. Oh, yes. Okay, gotcha. We had a booth there that was essentially a transporter. Oh, nice. Nice, nice, nice. Oh, yeah. People came by and posed posed with it, and just, uh, like, it was essentially a set that ma- kind of looked like a uh, transporter from, like, a TNG transporter. Okay. With some, uh, like neon lights and the background was all the same. Mm -hmm. And it was like a modular, like wooden, like a box essentially made to look like a transporter. And then we had a lot of people stop by and like pick up flyers and take photos inside the transporter. And that was fun. Nice. And then, Was going to go to also go to Classic Game Fest in Austin, but like that's a big like uh, retro games trade show. Mm-hmm. But I was sick that weekend, so I, oh, I didn't no. feel like traveling. Yeah. So I decided not to. Uh, I had to call it off last minute. Mm. Yeah, I mean, you want to enjoy your time and
0: being yes. sick, trying to do that kind of stuff. Right. Probably
2: wouldn't be very enjoyable, right? So,
0: one thing if that. you
2: happen to already like happen to start feeling sick while you were there, but mm, yeah, like I've had that happen before. Mm-hmm. But other than that, but no, I just didn't have time to pl- pack or plan because I was not feeling good and just uh, couldn't really think straight, and I just called off. Mm-hmm. But that's all right. That's what I still uh, got to do some other stuff in the meantime afterwards. Oh, yeah. Been, wor- been working on this Enterprise Model 2. Oh, yeah. Very just need nice. to add some more. I already have the main. Nice. Let's see. Medium gray color. Yeah. So far, just need to work on the other colors. All like, right. uh, like stoplight red for the they nasal like domes and then copper for the like the radar dish up front mm-hmm. and then add the deep then add a few other colors and add decals nice. and then the final finish
0: very cool how long have you been working on it so far
2: uh don't know like a couple hours just priming and then paint Painting specific parts, I just haven't had a chance. It's hard to gauge, only because I haven't had like a cha- chance to really like devote to it lately. Yeah, but actually, probably later today, I'll probably just uh, nice. Like, I uh, just said uh, get get back onto it. Yeah, absolutely. Oh yes. Absolutely. Oh yeah, Mohammed. As pointed out, I also had those gunpla right there. I was uh, planning on doing a like a master grade of RX-78-2 as well because I'm still watching the uh, OG Mobile Suit Gundam. That's right. Kind of feel like I should finish this first before I mm-hmm. start on something else. Oh yeah, don't want to get too ahead of myself. Yeah, that's the
0: problem that I typically have is not with uh, like hands-on projects. I'm not as big on like the biggest thing, of course, is is the making of uh, rosaries that I've gotten more. I've gotten more so into, um, but usually it's books. So normally I'll have, especially nonfiction books. Right, I'll start a nonfiction book that's really really good, and then I'll find another topic that it really interests me, and so I'll start a book on that. And then it's like, oh, I've got six or seven books that are in the works, and I probably should <laughs> just focus on the one.
1: You know. Oh, did you remind me of something? You think this is funny? All my yeah. Catholic cracks. I've got family members trying to get me to make them rosaries. Really? Yes.
0: Oh wow. Well, if, if they, if they, if you need any, let me know. I'll send you some.
1: Well, there. The thing I need right now is I need to find beads that are the shape and quality and type needed for the rosaries that are actually in the primary. Colors of man for the Lakota because oh, okay, man okay. wants to make them for the giveaway for, in honor of her husband's passing last year.
0: Oh, okay. okay. And, so actual like, stone. and for some
1: reason, like all, all the it, it, it can be stone, it can be good glass, it can be really good quality resins and stuff, but it had colors, and for some reason, it's like all pastelic or weird off colors this year. And finding like base black, red, white, and that stuff is like really hard okay uh, it's driving me nuts
0: okay because I have because well, yeah the one I, I use it's called favored memories um but it's mostly plastic um as far as like the the beads I think the beads quality is pretty good but that's where I've been getting the the because I have the if, I have the not rosaries the right... but I also have the beaded ones
1: if they had the right colors I would consider it because while I don't necessarily theologically agree with rosaries, it I don't have a problem with making that for family, you
0: know? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Absolutely. Absolutely. But yeah, that's the site that I use. And I think one of the ones you mentioned was black. They 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 have the they've mentioned last time the last couple of times I bought them that it's back ordered, but I've always gotten it with all the other shipments that I've got. Black so.
1: red, white, yellow. four corners of man. The Unity okay. of
0: creation. They have they do Wait. have black, they do have yeah. red. And I believe the white. Lakota
1: the Lakota medicine wheel literally is a representation of the four colors most associated with the races of man ancient on the globe. Mm-hmm. So it's gotta be very specific to it, you know? So I think I found your store here that you're saying, which for some reason mm-hmm. does not come up in most of my searches, so maybe it might be. It will help me
0: on that one. Yeah. I could definitely vouch been... for it as having received beads from them <laughs> several mm-hmm. times. Um, and they're usually pretty quick uh, about it as yeah, well.
1: Some of the bead supply shops are sketchy and don't really deliver mm-hmm. what they promise.
0: Yeah. yeah. There's only been a couple times where there's been some, like, quality... Uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Not quality check, but... You know how sometimes... Quality control. Uh, when quality control, yeah. So they have, like, the, the beads where sometimes it's been ones where they're not like, I try to put them through, through the actual rope and I have to use like a knife to get some of the plastic out because like, there's a little close, like, like, you know how like the hole where it's supposed to be, is like, there's like, it's closed over a little bit. Like some of the plastic, it seems like it has put like a small filling. It's only happened a couple of times. Mm -hmm. I mean, again, most of the batches when I've gotten them, they've been totally fine. I haven't had to do that with, but it has happened a couple of times, but I feel like that's kind of something that's, You know, hard to avoid, necessarily, because imperfections sometimes happen, but they're fixable. They're not hard to... Well, they do have a bright
1: red that's actually usable in the round beads. Mm Mm-hmm. That's at least one count for it. Yeah. And it's... Well, yes, it is a plastic, but... Yeah. It's not expensive to get, either.
0: Mm hmm And And, and this is you helping me find
1: beads now. This is kind of an interesting one.
0: I know. No, I. Who would have said that was going to happen? You know, Odin helping with crafts. Um, but then you again, know I make
1: jewelry. We've talked about that before. You've oh, yeah, shown yeah, some yeah. of this
0: stuff before, so
1: yeah. They well, want, just I've never been a crafty person a until only recently. So stuff.
0: yeah.
1: Well, I I've been making and selling jewelry like twelve years.
0: Yeah, uh, and Laura had added this into saying that she heard a study. Uh, and a vast majority of people who don't finish books. They, a uh, vast majority of people who, uh, mass the vast majority of people don't finish the books they start. That that makes sense to me, actually. That's, I, that, that's, that's right.
1: Actually, that's actually really, really true hard. To, to the writer side of it because yeah, it's not just it's not just that it's hard to finish for a lot of. It, there's a lot of different reasons it's hard for us to finish, but with writers we are usually very minds and writing and finishing and rewriting and rewriting a book over and over. It takes a long time and we tend to get sidetracked and start, and start another book and start another book and start another book and start another book. Cause we keep getting new ideas while we're working on one. And it's yeah. kind of a cycle. And yeah, it is actually true. Yeah. Both reading and writing. That's quite common. Although when reading, unless I think the book sucks out loud, I'm going to finish it within a day. I mean, <sighs>
0: <laughs> yeah and for me it always takes a-, a lot longer and as i said i'm more prone to the um non nonfiction fiction books because for fiction stuff i usually do, will do straight audiobooks because it's just easier for me to actually get through them and my mind to actually process it but uh father luca added here because of the green background and shirt i only see your beard and head oh i don't know how you see <laughs> my, my head since i don't have any hair but i guess the headphones <laughs> might help um, but thank Dude. you father father for that <laughs> but it is again it is a feria day so it is a uh, it's green for the time after Pentecost or ordinary time for you novus ordo types mm-hmm. mm. no judgments here of course no judgments well. here uh, how are how are both y'all doing on time because I know that both y'all had said that
1: oh. Uh... Uh, I I wasn't sure. They're seeming to be fine today, so I'm not worried about it. If he has anything else he wants to convey,
0: okay,
2: gotcha. So uh, Matt, how you doing on time? Oh, fine. I think uh, I was probably gonna take my leave. Okay, that's some stuff I need to take care of today, and okay, I have some folks try to contact me.
0: Okay, cool. yeah, absolutely. And uh, I'll go ahead and and do what I did for K Man as well. If you want to support and. uh check out Matt. You can check him out over on his Twitch channel. You can follow the link in the chat below. Uh, Twitch.tv slash Matt317. Anything else that you wanted to to shout out or promote before you head out? Uh,
2: let's see. As far as... Well, I guess other, th- other than that, other something else I've been watching lately has been uh, Yu Yu Hakusho.
0: New Year Hakusho. That's an anime show. Mid-90s.
2: Okay. Okay, aired on Toonami back in the day. Okay, but kind of rewatching it, like in the original Japanese, and yeah, I forgot how much I love this show. Nice, like it's a. Uh, I guess are you familiar with it, even from back in the day? I
0: say, I mean, because in Toonami, the only anime stuff that I ever watched was Dragon Ball, Dragon Ball Z. Right. Like i Remember seeing promotions for some of the Gundam stuff and everything, but um, what's the name of the show that you just said again? Yu Yu Hakusho. Yu Yu Hakusho. That I just doesn't sound familiar to me. Oh yeah. Let me see. That's Maybe like the a, yeah. images will mid
2: nineties sort of anime involves like a guy who's like a spirit detective. Okay. I have like some buddies who also like fight. They, like, fight deep Japanese, like, demons and spirits. Interesting. And kind of similar kind of, like, martial arts fighting and, okay. like, energy, like, fu- combat Sort of like, kind of like Dragon Ball, hmm. but maybe a little bit not as over-the-top as Z. Yeah. But, yeah, it's... Interesting. Yeah, it's a really enjoy- another uh, anime I kind of revisited and just enjoying it. Again, Very cool, and apparently, it's also something that Netflix wants to make a uh oh no, adaptation.
0: Oh no, which they've done enough oh, damage. I mean, already. Can, can
1: Netflix just stop making anything and just disappear? <laughs> that would be the best,
2: yes. <laughs> but yeah, that's all that's, that's all good. I kind of wanted to mention. And cool, oh yeah, if you want, follow me on Twitch, follow me on Twitter's, the Instagram's. The minds. Nice. Anyway, really. Well, yes. Matt317
0: is on Twitter as well, is all the all the socials, Matt317? Yes. Awesome. There you go. So, well, Matt, thank you very much for, for being here today and for, for sharing some of the love there with James Bond and also uh, showing those comics as well. I, I might have to check out the um, Soul Finder comic and... All right. See what it's like. So anyway, hey, thank you very much for being here, dude. Appreciate
2: it. You're welcome, Odin. Very yeah. happy to see you. Happy to see you as well, man. You have a good one. Thank you, too. Bye, All everybody. Right. Bye, Rosetta. Bye, bye. All right. Have a, have a good day, everybody. All right. You, too. You, too. Bye.
0: All right. So you can. And then there as were I, two. And then there were two. Again, you can check out Matt on all the socials. Uh, but the one that I have linked at the very least is the Twitch. So if you want to follow Matt, you can follow him over on his Twitch account, uh, Matt317. So twitch.tv slash Matt317. And Heimdall should be posting that link in a, in a second there. Yes. God bless you, Matt. Thank you again for, for being here. All righty then. so, Rosetta, anything else that you wanted to uh, to talk about?
1: No, I mean, the only thing I've really watched since last summer is digging out of all the tribal stuff with mom, watched a special on the Native artists and influences in jazz sold up through rock and metal that were kind of both white and black washed out of the culture development of those. Mm-hmm. And that went into a lot of the different people from that Almost roaring 20s era music up through modern music, who came from different tribes who mixed tribal music into it. They went into the stuff that was done with Hendrix to actually blackwash him and not make him look mixed in a lot of the artwork because he was, he grew up on the res. His family actually was talking about the fact that they were offended seeing his images looking so black because he wasn't just that. And they were actually changing his skin color on media. And it, it's really an interesting special because it goes into detail on that. And that's called Rumble hmm. The Indians Who Rock the World. And it actually really goes into the history factually. It talks about the people in the South who were from darker tribes who would intentionally blend into the black communities because as restricted and stuff like that. Okay. And it actually is very factual. It's not this big bias where one side's great and the other's bad or stuff. It's really actually quite accurate.
0: Nice. Okay. Yeah, I was able to pull it up be- on, mm-hmm. on Letterboxd Rumble, the Indians Who Rock the World. Yeah, that's interesting. Documentary about the role of Native Americans in popular music history, little known story built around the incredible lives and careers of some of the greatest music legends. That's very interesting. I, I enjoyed Mars shows up in the movie. Look at that. Yeah, Mars Scorsese <laughs> in the movie, Steven Tyler, Iggy Pop.
1: They have either clips from interviews to all kinds of different artists, actors, stuff like that. They go into on a lot of different people, and yeah, it is really interesting.
0: Nice. Well, very, very cool. I might That's have one have of the ones that, that I enjoyed. Nice. Yeah, it and- looks like it's available a lot of places too. So, Amazon, iTunes, Voodoo, all that, all the good stuff.
1: Mm-hmm. It's pretty easy to find one you can watch free somewhere.
0: Yeah. So Because if you have you, looks any like,
1: number of accounts it's available,
0: you know? Yeah. Looks like it's available to stream through subscription to Prime Video or Netflix. <laughs> so Yeah, I, I never supporting <laughs> Netflix. Prime, yeah.
1: I, I'm torn on because as much as I don't like yeah. a lot of Amazon stuff, I need the free shipping in order to get medicines I need out in the middle of nowhere. So
0: Yeah. Well, that's why a long time ago, when I was having that same that same like ethical struggle, I was able to someone in the chat. I forgot who it was. Uh, but it was like a couple of years ago. They they told me about the Smile program, and so, so ever since then, you know, with my phone, especially since I order most things through my phone, I it, it orders through Amazon Smile. You can then pick your charity of choice, and then it's not a very large percentage, but like a percentage of every purchase you make will you, you can like, put some of time. it back
1: to stuff you want. So exactly. I've got mine. My... I've got mine rigged, so it puts a set of every sale and transaction and stuff I do into wounded veterans and aid with women in the res and stuff. So I've actually yeah, know yeah about yeah. that.
0: Yeah, I think mine is still set to Wounded Warriors. So
1: Yeah, th- that is, I think, one of the organizations that really got overly blasted for something that was a small issue. They got one yeah. person they hired that turned out to try to be getting money for himself and they got rid of him when they caught him.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: That happens in every business, especially big ones where you've got a lot of people coming in and out.
0: Yep. And the the, and the big question s- that you should always so ask ashamed. is... Yeah, yeah. And that's why the question you should always ask is, okay, but what did they do about it? And they did the right thing. So
1: They got rid of him. They did stuff to pay off and help the people that got ripped off by him. They did everything right. Mm-hmm. And th- so I'm not going to be mad at them for that. And I thought it was kind of disingenuous some of the ways i've seen people go after them over the last few years so i still try to give them more support because i know a lot of veterans have been helped by them
0: yeah yeah and that's the thing that sometimes it's easy for us in our you know we live in that the age of like the reaction right it's like the the reaction instant mm-hmm. reaction instant gratification age and so it, it's easy for us to like to look at something and say oh bah, 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 but then to not always look and see, okay, but what happens in the aftermath, right? What happens in, in all the the time uh, that oftentimes you, you really see, mm-hmm. one, who people actually truly are, right? So if someone does something, well, what do they do in the years or months after the fact to maybe make things right if they did something wrong? Or if it's in this case a company, if something bad happens, how do they as a company deal with that issue? I think it's definitely something that um, mm-hmm. all of us need to yeah spend a little bit more time like oh yeah you know what maybe we should let a little time pass before we jump in on stuff
1: yeah and i gotta admit because of what i've been dealing with with the family and dad's loss and dealing with so much of the family from all over and then the stuff we've been dealing with in fighting and rapid and grand gateway so i've gotten pulled much more back into the need of stuff than i was for a while because i've gotten very much pulled back into the family and the fight you know And so, yeah, Mm -hmm. there's a lot more that in my conversations I have with people in my interactions because it's become a part of what I'm doing. Yeah. You know?
4: Absolutely. And
1: see, that's the thing. I think where a lot of the people that say they're on the anti-SJW side are getting things wrong. it's so many times here where if we talk about our culture, if we talk about our heritage, if we talk about this thing or we talk about the actual struggles. They just try to lump us in with the woke and the ones tokenizing and virtue signaling, and it's not the same. You can't mm-hmm. tell people not to deal with actual issues. You can't to hide their heritage like they shouldn't be proud of it. I want everyone to be able to find the good within their group's history and celebrate it. I don't care from whitest white to blackest black and everything in between. Find your heritage and find the good and bad in it. And celebrate the good and try to be a vision against the bad. And I don't think we should dismiss each other's struggles. And I think, of course, on both sides are getting really extreme with that right now.
0: Yeah. Yeah. No, ab- absolutely. You know, because I just think about, you know, the people who, you know, maybe I would ideologically align with or agree with. And there are some where, there are sometimes takes where it's not the take itself that I disagree with. It's rather the way in which the take is presented, where I take the issue where it's like, is that really helping or is that really conveying the idea as effectively as it should? Is that, is that really getting that message across the way that maybe you're wanting it to? Um, You know, that's something that I think a lot of us, especially if we truly believe things that we, 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 that we, you know, claim to believe in, then if we truly believe them to be true and we, uh, you know, have them within our very hearts and our very souls. Well, then that would mean we would want to make sure others would be able to know about it, right? To share it and to share it, therefore, effectively. And so and that's why, especially as a teacher, right? You know, one of mm-hmm. one of my goals is to try to, as effectively as I, effectively as I can, convey, you know, certain you know, aspects of what we'd say the truths of the faith, right. To, to do that as effectively as I can. And there are times where I'll Mm -hmm. do it. Well, there's times where I won't do it well, but ultimately like one of the things that I have to recognize is like, okay, this is something that I have so much passion about and, and so much, um, you know, so much vested interest in that, you know, I think some people just, again, whether it's, you know, whether it be religion or culture, especially right. Mm -hmm. Where if you are truly believing what what you were wanting to say or what you are saying, you might want to try to work on the way you say it because and if you truly believe it, don't you want other people to believe it as well? Right, exactly. And you
1: work on your response to people if they disagree or they don't like how you said it. That's the problem I've yeah. had is disagreeing with making a specific joke or doing a certain thing doesn't mean you're woke. Trying to cancel them for it does. We yeah. as adults, as mature, rational people can say, I don't like this, I find it offensive, or I find this distasteful, or that's really not honoring the culture and the viewpoint you're claiming to stand for It should not be met with. You're just hyper offended. You're just another woke one like them. Oh, get out of our face. Or I don't care what you think it should be met with. Well, these are people that have been a part of the communities, our actions, our conversations for years, maybe find out why this upsets them more and work with them instead of yeah. re- reacting yeah. instead Pick- of instead of hyper, you know? Yeah.
0: Pick the brain, right? You know, like, if someone has, and also because it's like, what if it's someone where they have a, a take that someone doesn't like, but maybe it's consistent with the things that they've said before. It's like, okay, well then if I don't agree with it, then maybe I should look at it as a, well, hey, at least they're being consistent or is someone being inconsistent, right? Because then, then that becomes, I think, a, a much broader discussion of, hey, I think we should talk because, yeah. you know, there, there seems to be some and inconsistencies that those are may not discussion. always
1: be intentional either. They may not understand mm-hmm. it can be that way. And I get told all the time that I'm trying to be this wooling for going into the native stuff and talking about the issues on the reses and all this stuff. It's like, no, I have always been a fighter for that stuff. I have always talked about that stuff. I have not changed, except for mm-hmm. I've gotten a little more vocal as I've gotten less shy over the years. I haven't changed my viewpoints yeah. from this. From the you know center of the right, where I'm mostly centrist on things, but I'm more the pro-life, pro-gun right than I am the yeah. left. Yeah, that's where I've always been, and I I haven't changed in that regards. Yeah, but their their viewpoint towards me changed, and suddenly I'm woke because I won't stop talking about my heritage. I won't stop talking about how to bridge this gap. I won't stop talking about the epidemics on the res and stuff. It's like, well, that's always been a large part my focus on getting media and talking to people is to get attention to these things that are being covered up and hidden and who most of the people being involved in it and dealing with it don't electricity don't have internet don't have a voice yeah that's always been part of my fight so i'm not changing they
0: are mm-hmm. you know absolutely it really actually it it's it's interesting, you know, conversations are always fascinating how they tie into our like our life or how they tie into things that have happened in our life. For me, as a teacher especially, it's amazing how many things always tie into either things that happen in class or outside of class, etc. But one of the things, like the first lesson, literally, that we just had this week is about, you know, it's an intro to philosophy. And one of the fascinating things that the early philosophers dealt with, and it was actually a major issue that they could not grasp. They just could not coincide these two ideas is the concept that we are both the same and yet different, right? They, they, they just could not understand it. So you had two, two extreme views. um, One named uh, Heraclitus, fun name, right? Heraclitus. Uh, But he's someone that most people actually probably know because most people have known the expression or heard the expression. You can't step into the same river twice. That's Heraclitus. And so for him, he can't understand That, um, that though change is indeed a part of our world, he thinks that it's only change that there is no permanence, right? That it can both be the same river and not be the same river. Or in other words, how we say, are we the same person that we were five years ago? Well, the answer is yes and no, right? Because... There are differences in our personality and there are differences even our cells, right? Every seven years our cells replace. Um so we are technically different, but we're also the same because we're the same individual person. Um so anyway, this conversation kind of brought those same ideas mm-hmm. up as well that we still are struggling in many ways with that regard of that someone can indeed be one, the same person, and we should try to remember that if they have a differing opinion for instance or if they change their opinion on something that they are still the same person as far as an individual but also at the same time we should be open to that idea of of, uh, of change as well you know
1: we should try to common ground with each other in the mm-hmm. end I think that's the most important thing we can ascertain from everything in the world right now try to find a place where we can work with each other because mm-hmm. nothing's gonna get better until we do.
0: yeah Yeah, and I think Laura, Laura's right on. Is is like when we, you know, there's a lot of people, right? If if we're gonna hold people to like the standard of, you know, every time that someone makes a mistake, it's like, okay, get get ready to leave a lot of people behind in your life, right? Because every single person makes a mistake. You know, we're human. That's oh, that's we do. We do. We absolutely do. I've made several mistakes just in this one stream. I mean, it it just happens (laughs) because we we are literally, uh, you know, we are human um, in this way. Uh, Let's see. Father Luca saying, you mean that we should be Aristotelians? We haven't gotten to that part of the class yet, Father. All right. Trying to jump ahead with with your theological studies. He's in his own studies right now. Yeah. (laughs)
1: <laughs> you know, I, I take appreciate- a lot of this stuff very serious. So I'm very glad
0: to have the conversations with people. Absolutely. And, th- and that's why I love having it with with the, with the kids too. Because they're going through a time, right? Junior year, high school, right? They're going through this time where there's a lot of changes going on. Their own minds and opinions are changing. They're starting to maybe move away from that of their parents, right? And define who they are, like, as far as their own ideas. And so it's important for us to realize that one, these concepts and these problems have existed literally for, you know, millennia, but then also Mm -hmm. too, that there are indeed ways in which we can approach it. We can learn a lot from, you know, and that's something that's been cool to see, right. Uh, You know, speaking to my students where we talk about some of the earliest philosophers trying to figure out where things come from. And some of them said, Oh, everything comes from water. Water is the source of everything. And, you know, some of them are like using their 2022 brain of saying that seems kind of primitive, Right, They actually would use words like primitive or childlike. And I'm like, yes, but think about it from this perspective. These are the first people to ever think about the world outside of a um, legend, myth, um, religious sense. And so all of a sudden they started to realize, oh, actually, yeah, that that's actually correct. And the questions that they're asking are really setting the stage for the thinkers in the future who are able to, with more data, with more information and with different thoughts, realize, oh, there are ways actually we can approach these things work
1: together and find understanding
0: yes we won't get there in in the class until socrates because socrates is the first person really that really you know revolutionized that idea of let's talk through our ideas and see you know where we actually land in our in our concepts Mm
1: -hmm. and that has to include studying don't just study your religion study mythology history cultures other religions from all over the world study how psychologically spiritually and physically humans have adapted and grown as a species for thousands of years because that's the only way to truly understand each other is to really understand the similarities we have even in very diametric cultures when Mm -hmm. you start breaking it down you can find the common ground and that's where you can find a place to work with people and that's also where you can find a place as a christian to share your faith with somebody and make them more receptive
0: yeah and that's why it's I love philosophy only
1: to, to It's tolerance and kindness.
0: Yeah. Well, that's why, that's why I said. Like, that's why I love philosophy because in philosophy, that is where you get to the root of different peoples. Right. Um, because, you know, you can obviously broaden out and go into, you know, the, the actual like history names, places, things like that, but mm-hmm. to get to what they thought, how they thought, why they thought that again, that, that core of what it is to be like a, a people really right. The, the core and the heart of a people, that is something where I think that is where the true understanding and empathy can come in. Because if you can understand where someone, you know, it's com- basically it's the empathy, right. To walk in someone else's shoes, but to be able to understand where someone would have gotten their ideas from, you can then, and obviously you may just still just dis- obviously still disagree with those ideas when you find out more about them. But at the very least you can say, I can now approach it from the, Subject of, well, I at least know what they are. I at least know where they came from. And it makes the whole conversation very different when you're maybe trying to share a different perspective or a different understanding.
1: We've disagreed on much, and yet we find common Mm -hmm. ground fine. And we know we don't agree on all the spiritual stuff. we've known the first day I was in your chat and you asked me. That's right, yeah. (laughs) Let's be honest. We've always known that. For crying out loud, when we were teasing each other on taste and other stuff, and your your friends were going. We're going to exercise you. It's like you can't save me. I'm not Catholic.
0: <laughs> and you were
1: laughing on stream when I said it.
0: And I'm still I'm still laughing now. Not because I'm laughing at anybody. It's just because it's fun to think about how how we can these disagree yeah, we can and talk. still be
1: kind. And
0: exactly. in the end,
1: I care more. Whatever denomination you are or aren't, I care more if, as my fellow Christians. Are you trying? follow the bible and love god or are you just saying it following the more cultish things that pretty much every denomination gets because they all have their own things that become biases for them that move beyond doctrine
3: mm-hmm.
1: or are you living are you truly trying to be christian or are you not that's where we need to find common ground because yeah. the nations they just divide us and they just make it easier for the dark side to win
0: yeah it's authenticity i think it's it's that you know <laughs> because it's and that's why you know a great book and the name is deceptive because it's very kind of on the nose it's called introduction of the bible uh to the basic introduction of the bible for traditional catholics kind of on the nose but when you actually get into the content of it it's like really really good um and one of the things that that the author timothy flanders um who he has his own youtube channel as well one of the things that he mentions in the very beginning yeah, I got to wrap up, too. I just saw that in the chat. Cause, yeah. um, but uh, one of the things that I guess one of my last points is that he brings up is the way to approach scripture. How do we approach scripture? And he's like the first thing, the first rule that you should have when approaching scripture in any way is humility. If you don't have humility, if you're not approaching it through that lens, then you're bound to get caught up in uh, the issues that have pervaded you know, countless peoples from countless generations. So. So, and um, Laura, yeah. again, I'm glad I'm glad to hear that. Again, Laura's like, I'm gay and I feel perfectly, perfectly comfortable here. And that's, again, because when it comes to the Asgardian community, again, we can have our own different, you know, beliefs and perspectives, but at the same time, we respect people as people. We respect people woman. as human beings, as having human dignity, and every person has human dignity mm-hmm. and therefore deserves and love and respect.
1: I've, I've, never, I've never felt any different about her than I do the rest of the
0: community here.
1: You're mm-hmm. all nice to me and so I'm nice to you. That's it. I don't I don't care what people choose for themselves. If they're consenting adults, that's going to be between them and God ultimately, as long as they're not yeah. harming another.
0: And also it. it's, it's the great thing about our community too, is that we don't seek affirmation from, from each other. Right. So it, it, we don't, we don't seek, you must affirm me. Right. And so I think no, that's,
1: that's as big as, as not accepting people.
0: Exactly. You, look, yeah. you
1: can completely disagree with somebody's lifestyle. And still accept them and not be intolerant to them. Mm-hmm. I can disagree with all these drinking streams and parties that people do all the time. It doesn't mean I hate the people or don't have tolerance or kindness for them. I think what they're doing is self-destructive and wrong. But I'm not going to stop them because that's an adult decision. Yeah, And that's where we have to learn to. We're not all going to agree with each other's lifestyles or choices. I can guarantee you there's things I am that probably make a lot of the people in the Asgard community cringe if <laughs> they but we don't have to affirm each other's decisions as long, yeah. as, long as we're kind enough to respect the that we have the right to make them.
0: Yeah. I would have a, and I wouldn't on that have a note, lot of. I got to get going. Yeah, absolutely. And I was—I was say the last thing I was going to say is, you know, we, we wouldn't have many friends if we said you must affirm me in my beliefs and that what I believe is true, right? It's like, well, well, that's not—you're not, not going to make friends that way. But yes, we that's both not have actually to tolerance—that's
1: intolerance. That's yeah. pushing people yeah. to get the same camp, or else you're not welcome
0: exactly exactly but if you do want to support rosetta because again both of us have to head out uh if you (laughs) want to support rosetta you can follow her on youtube also on on twitter right social media platforms as well but at least for as far as heimdall goes what i have set up uh because it works and i'm so happy about it is when i put that little command in it'll post (laughs) the link to her youtube channel so thank you rosetta for joining us today anything you want to say before you head out just
1: be blessed, everybody, and remember, because I know he waits for me to say it when I leave. thank you for talking, I bid you good day, and may the Great Spirit bless you.
0: Amen. So, thank you, Rosetta, for being here. If you need to head out, I'll I'll close I'll close things up. So I am okay. Bye. <laughs> so again, you can check out Rosetta uh, on her YouTube channel. And just uh, for for last minute comments, and since I have just uh, about a minute or so before I want to wrap up. Uh, see father luca this is also true of other philosophers theologians the various thinkers throughout the ages including of this age referring to the pre-socratic uh people right yeah we can learn a lot from them we can disagree with a lot of these early philosophers that's why i love talking about this is the first year that we're actually dealing with early philosophy and it has to do with uh, the senior teacher teaching much more philosophy so it's good for them to have kind of a, a basic introduction what's great about it for me though is that it's been a long time since i've Really delved into philosophy as a subject, and so it's it's a really good reminder of me as well diving into these these different thoughts. But yeah, you you learn to respect, and you know, again, you don't disagree, but ultimately, that's that's where the the beauty of it actually is, right? Uh True and humble dialogue brings us closer to the logos. Be a dialogue with traditional Catholic, neo Marxist, about exactly right. That, that's why you know, for those who don't know, right logos, right, the word. Um, you know, for us as, as, as Christians, as Catholics, you know, the logos is Christ. And so dialogos, right? You know, is, it's interesting, you know, don't think about it often, but to, ta- to dialogue with, with someone, right? Dialogos, right? Christ is obviously at the center of that very thing. And I think that that is something is very important. And then Laura adds in. Thank you, Laura, by the way, for, for modding today. It says, my only information is I'm good enough and I'm smart enough and I'm dog gone. And dog gone it, people like me. Yes, exactly. <laughs> yes. Yes, Laura. So anyway, thank you all so very much for joining this chosen stream. Shout out to Tina. Was not able to join us today, but you can find her on Soup to Nuts. I will make sure that you are able to find that again amazing to have these little shortcuts now but you can follow her at soup the nuts and that will be posted the link will post that in just a second also uh be able to to shout out mr roy who couldn't be here because of the work schedule unfortunately so hopefully he'll be able to join next month um let's see hopefully uh, the laura who's been in the chat of course check her out she's awesome she is always in the chats and is always just a uh, a beautiful soul, always great to talk to. Been been around uh, as 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 you know, been around from the very beginning in a lot of ways. I think she was on even before Rosetta was. So for roughly three to four years. So seriously, uh, Laura, much love to the modern major general of the channel, Laura. Uh, sad that you couldn't uh, jump on and join us uh, join us today. Um, but also someone who has has not actually been able to join. Uh, also Father Luca, who's in the chat. Father Luca is also actually one of the chosen two. Uh, but I know he's been he's been busy. So maybe for the next one, he'll be able to to jump on as well. Um, but someone who actually has never jumped on uh, these streams before, but someone who I, I do want to be able to uh, to still be able to shout out is because um, she is a chosen. Uh, she is still at that level is uh, Miss Martin Muses. Uh, so please check her out over at her channel. Uh, Miss Martin Muses. And I'll go ahead and put that. I need to create a shorthand. So that way I can get that. Let me see. Make sure it works. It's amazing this technology, this technology that we have. There it is, right there. So, if you want to follow uh, Miss Martin Music, you can follow her there. Yes, you've got a beautiful soul. Absolutely, absolutely. I don't have the the as reverb effect, unfortunately. I wish I did. Uh, maybe I could figure that out on this board, but I don't actually uh, know it. Nonetheless, so anyway, uh, Mohammed says the Joan of Arc thing. What? What? I'm very confused now. But anyway, I do need to head out. Bruce, Bruce, happy birthday to you. Happy anniversary to you as well. Seriously, thank you again. And for all the Chosen out there, thank you so very much. For everyone who watched this stream, thank you so very much for being here. Make sure you smash the like button, light the fire button over on Odyssey, which I totally forgot to check today. I am so sorry. I am so sorry. I had the window open too, just to have it. Abomination here says saw commentary that Gene Wilder wasn't supposed to be in Blazing Saddles. Forget who was the first guy Mel Brooks had in mind, but he got very sick, and Gene caught wind of agreed to play the part even after he had already done shooting another movie, Silver Streak. Oh yeah, Sil- Silver Streak was fantastic. By the way, Abomination, thank you for watching over on Odyssey, dude. So I just wanted to make sure I got you a shout out there uh, as well. And also Sandy Q, thanks for being a member. For 13 months in a row at the Citizen of Asgardian level, got that notification too. So anyway, you guys are all fantastic. I love you, love you, lovely. Oh yeah, Muhammad. Yeah, the whole non. Yeah, the show. Right, it's a new show or something. Trying to go into Joan of Arc being not. It's like no, stop trying to perpetuate uh, something that's not that was not a thing back then. And it's just it's just downright ridiculous. So anyway, much love to everybody out there. Right, heart goes out to the Asgardian community, to Bruce especially for the birthday and anniversary celebration. Anyway, uh, yeah, that's right, Father Luca. Yeah, we talked about that on Friday Night Tights uh, a little bit last night, and I was very, very disturbed by it. But anyway, you guys are all amazing and beautiful people. Here is the August shout-outs video for everybody who is a uh, member on the YouTube channel at the Army of Asgard level and above and all the other places. If you want to have your name shouted out, if you want to be... in this video featured in any way, check out the top link in the video description. Also, if you want to support any of the chosen members, all of the relevant video links are also posted in the video description as well. So anyway, have a wonderful rest of your day, everybody. And as always, God bless. And now for a huge shout out to all of my Keeper of the Bifrost and Chosen of Valhalla members over on Patreon, Subscribestar, and Locals. Starting off with my Patreon supporters, we got Chris from the 80s, who you can check out on YouTube, Garrett Searles, Hymir Irie Hymason, Jeff Toon, Joe Horn, Jonathan Carney, Laura, the Modern Major General Story, Father Luca Illich, Orange Hat Reviews, who you can also check out on YouTube, Rosetta Ellen, whose YouTube channel's name is Eagle Rider, Stan Andre on, Miss Martin Muses, who also has a YouTube channel, and the Empress of the Universe, Tina B, who you can check out on her show that she does with the amazing Stephanie B, my Valkyrie, uh, on a show called Soup to Nuts on Tina B's channel. Also to my subscribe star peeps, we got Matt317, who you can support over on Twitch, same name, StormTracker, R, Fast Reaction, Mr. Roy, J-Rod, the Beer Guru, and ZK-Man, who you can support over at xtheboundaries.co and lastly to my locals members. We got Miss Minnesota Hockey Fan. How about a hockey player? We have UAB Mad Dog Mike Jackson for the win. Brett D90 and Robert Barnes, who most people should know about at this point, so go support him over at InfoWars uh, YouTube, and all the other locations that he is at. But if you want your name shout-out at the end of every single video and live stream, check out that top link in the video description. Finds out all the places that you can follow me on social media, and also all the various platforms that you can support the channel, which include not only shout-outs, but also access to giveaways of 4K titles, Blu-rays, Uh, Tons of other stuff uh, like that, digital codes, and then also... Uh, a way to get access to being featured on the channel once a month for The Chosen of Valhalla live stream. We're talking about movies, pop culture, and pretty much anything The Chosen want to talk about. So if of that sounds interesting to you, check out the video description. There's also a access to a podcast that I do with John the Flick Pick Flickinger once or twice a month. And don't worry if you were wondering where the July episode is because of scheduling conflicts, especially with John. We were not able to get that done, but we will have two episodes this month to make up for it. So don't you worry about that. Anyway, you guys are all amazing and beautiful people. Hope you all have a wonderful rest of your day. And as always, God bless.